The Veteran Gamers Podcast is not for children. Not okay? for children. So if you're listening and no you're team. under the age of 18, Stop. turn the f***ing show off, you piece of shit, stupid piece of crap. Turn it off. Stand by for pre-show banter. Now joining Veteran Gamers Voice, 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 Dis. What's up? Hello. No, look, we all have our ideologies. We all have things that we believe, lenses through which we see the world. That's just a human characteristic. The question is, how do you temper that? Like, how do you combine that ideology with new information or like facts and like, you know, sources that you trust in general. When I drive through Wales, it just thinks of shit basically all the time. Yeah. Come on, Antonio, we're busy. Let's go. I remember watching Pinocchio as an adult going, he gets eaten by a whale, look. <laughs> I, I, I've read between the lines. <laughs> okay. Take that, lines. We've read between you. I knocked yeah. in a 48 and a 42 break Ooh. at snooker in real life today. Sign me up for Space Jam 3. There you go. It's a, it's a weird movie, really. The number one basketball superstar in the world. Yeah. Combined with Looney Tunes. Combined with basketball. Combined with basketball. 30 years later, they're like, we got to do it again. And the number one <laughs> basketball star in the world said, well, yeah. You missed the other thing that they asked for What's during that? Space Jam. It was like, we need the number one basketball player in the world. We need to convince Disney that we want to draw these, or like Looney Tunes, or, uh, and it needs to be about basketball. Yeah. I'm still not convinced, guys. I, I just don't. I think there's something missing. What about we get the world's greatest rappers to write oh, yeah. amazing rap music? Oh, totally. For a kid's movie. <laughs> no doubt. Okay. Uh, hey oh, there he is. Oh, look at him. Look at him. Oh, look at him. I don't know. Do I have a mic? Hello? Yes. Mm -hmm. 30 Rock animated movie that, that was kind of like Space Jam. Boy, I hope we rescue the Starfish King on this adventure. It'll be a slam dunk. Would you call what we did last night sex? Uh, thanks for coming in the meeting room, Method Man. <laughs> uh, I know you're busy, uh, but we want to do a track. Uh, it's, it's a movie. It's got Michael Jordan in it. You like Michael Jordan. Oh, well, you dude. assume that because I'm black most deaf, most that I like Michael Jordan. <laughs> and you go, well, do you? Well, yeah, I do, actually. Actually, like, I'm more anyway. of a Larry Bird fan myself. All right, are we ready? Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Do I have All to right. be? Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. bitch. Yeah, here it comes, baby. Wario Cheese! Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. <laughs> I guess you're right. Who cares? Gonna be crazy, go nuts. Oh shit! Who's doing the thing? <laughs> Damn it! We're like rudderless without Stu. Uh, what are we gonna do? All right, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Go ahead. Hello, welcome to six hundred three episode. No, nope, yeah, that's not it. You got it wrong. In oh. so far as you got the number right, he never gets the number right. You'd have to oh, fumble no, the number no, no, no. in order to really be right, Stu. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm covering our guest's face up with with Dick, but pretty well. 
Yeah. This is, uh, I assume, yeah. because you don't want to reveal who it is yet, not because you want no. to put and also them behind him. moving around the butt. video. So All right, so here's a drum roll so we can announce our guest. Yep. That's your drum roll. When the tempo isn't specified, any reasonable person would default to Lento. All right, Chinny, who's our special guest? It's Antonio. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yay, welcome, Antonio. I was moving to fix the lighting because I'm at my partner's parents' house, and there's one dingy, like, Silent Hill 3-esque light oh, here, which yeah. looks like I'm... Yeah. I'm curious about the books on the bookshelf behind you, but we can talk about that later. Uh, like, behind the door? Like, lots there's of some, names way high on the recognize. shelf, there's some books. Lots of names I don't recognize. Okay, well, whatever. At some point, you should take a picture of it and just DM me. I'm, that's, I'm always fascinated. Like, anytime anybody takes a selfie in front of a bookshelf, I'm always like, ooh, let me look at what books they have. That's the first thing I do, by the way, if I go into someone's house. Like, you have bookshelves? I'm going to be looking at your book collection and judging it. Oh, crap. You failed, Chinny. That's the worst book you could possibly have. It's Eric. I mean, my bookshelf right now in my flat will take me about a minute. It's one book, so it's fine. Well, there you go. Just literally one book. Hey, speaking of books, did I show this off yet? Delivered in MSX, the book form. Hey, it's coming. It's coming. This is actually a proof with margins that are too small, but whatever. Uh, yeah, this should be out uh, probably end of August or something. So that's your book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where can people buy your book? Not nowhere yet. It's not. Um, I have to no. go to Florida this week and then come Ooh, back cool. and then I can start dealing with book stuff. Is that what you have to do to sell a book? You have to go. Yeah, you have to go to Florida. <laughs> go to Florida. That's right. Oh, no. Uh oh, what is Antonio? I found, sec- I found a second light source. Let's see if this works. Oh, okay. right. I thought, Antonio, you might be trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, perhaps, but this looks a bit depressing. Uh, yeah, okay. That, is it more depressing than how Stu looks every video. week? No. Yeah. yeah, you do second life source. It's, uh, That's true. Yeah. Looks like a crafting book here. Sebastian Fox, Birdsong, never heard of it. So, good? Um, apparently this is... Well, Antonio's video has gone off. That's how professional he is. He turns <laughs> his video off to change his <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? So, so this book got recommended uh, to me because yes. I, I like war stuff. Sure. But I've never really got into it, into it. Do you know what I mean? I like war movies. I can do. And it. apparently this was like like a very like well-respected um, eh, Well-respected things are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I bet the First World War, by the way. Right. So, so if anybody's read Birdsong, then, you know, write in and tell me that it's not worth my time because yeah i'm struggling i'm writing that i'm still reading that uh psychology sports psychology book dude oh yeah and it is i struggle not the book like uh-huh. i struggle it's so with incorporating the ideas or just with like understanding no, what the book is saying reading oh, okay i gotcha it's yeah. it's such a struggle for me i can dig it um and that that isn't many pages that's and, good antonio Better. There you go. Answer. I will say, I st- I, I'm reading my first book for, outside of university, so two and a half years now, and I, I've forgotten how bad you get at reading if you don't read a book for a while. It's it's yeah. like riding a bike. you got to get back on and used to it. I, just, I find. I just find it so difficult. I just I'll tell you so this, hard. though. Uh, it's a good idea to keep a book. This is what I'm reading for my AP uh, language class that I'm teaching next year. If you keep a book by your computer while you're waiting for a Rocket League to find you a game or for a video game to load up, um, it's great because as soon as you get the book open to your page and you find out where you left off reading, suddenly the game is loaded. So, you know, it's it's a really good technique. I saw, I saw, you know what's really wearing me up the other day? I saw somebody 
walking on the street and reading the book. Oh man, that's not a good idea. And I you're just went, you're just, fucking, you're just fucking showing off now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can barely read a book if, in a in a room well, sure. with nothing around. Now me. We, we don't know that they were actually reading it. They might have just been pretending no. to read, so they looked smart. Yeah. He kind of looked like a knobhead. Yeah. To be well. fair. Who else um, reads books? But anyway, Stu's not here because he's dead. But Antonio, this has here. been Hello, what you've been Antonio. reading. Hello. Whoops, that I no longer yeah. have that sound clip. No what mind. was the uh, the book? The book's name, since I can be fancy, is called In the Blink of an Eye. It's by guy uh, Walter Murch, who edited Apocalypse Now and Godfather Part Two. Good book. Okay. Good book. Cool. I've heard of that book. Yeah, yeah. Hey. But I haven't read it because it's a book. Yeah. Mm. No audio sadly. Um, I tried. So, so Antonio. Yes. Well, I haven't spoke to you for a while. No, we haven't spoken for a good long time. I speak to you again now and then, thanks to Rocket League, That's the beauty right. and curse that is Rocket League. That's yeah. about it, really. Did you get ranked? Mm. Uh, I got ranked. I think I'm Diamond One. I think. Nice. Have you got the reward yeah. for the season? Hell no. You got to play 40 games or something for that. I need yeah, time for something that. like that. I guess you got to go through the bronze and the silver. And the yeah, game. yeah. So if you haven't played Rocket League, you get like rewards. You have to play ten, get ten wins yeah. in the rank you're in or or below to uh, get that. Or above. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's like I got ten wins in bronze, and I got the grand champ reward. Sweet. Anyway, yeah. yes, we do talk for that reason. So, Mike, what is something you've been dying to ask Antonio? Um, I suppose what have you been up to? Uh, I think the last time I spoke to you was during lockdown. I think you were looking for a job. I was. So. What time during lockdown? Because that hasn't changed that much. Six My TLDR is I, I worked for the NHS for a bit, had COVID 19. I was out of action about two and a half months. So my life updates are um, moving out properly, uh, playing lots of Call of Duty because I got COVID, um, trying to get fit again. That's about it, really. Because I was in bed for about two and a half months. So, yeah. Uh, so, because the last time I spoke to you on Discord, mm-hmm. which may very well be the last time I ever spoke to you was uh the six, the 20th of june 2020 <laughs> um true friends here, year, yeah. but i but i i watch your i watch your insta so i know you've been working out recently mm-hmm. deadlifting um, a lot i saw that thank you yeah yeah he's a so beast that's, that's, so you know I, I feel like you know you know what it's like you just you don't need to speak to everybody all the time <laughs> um we know how yeah, we feel. So. Well, it's true friendship. If you cannot speak for three years, go for a drink or go for breakfast, and then Everything's just act like the nothing yeah. happened at all. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's true friendship. None of this that's talking true. everyday shit. It's literally not speaking for three years, <laughs> yeah. realizing yeah. someone's married, and saying, "Oh, do you want to get breakfast one day?" Yeah, or something I think, like that. I think, you know? I think it's, it's sort of like sort of men and women are a bit different like that. I feel like women, if they don't hear from someone for two hours, they assume that they're dead, <laughs> and then uh, man is like, if if I don't hear from him i just assume that he's just fine you know what i mean like I'll, someone will let me know if this person's dead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you'll find out on social media yeah sure. generally that's yeah. just sort of the way it goes right yeah. um okay i suppose i'm the fucking host of this show i so, guess you uh, are we got uh a st- story times yeah let's do a story, story time. time why not my favorite time it's story 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 time antonio you must have a f- story I ain't got no stories, man. <laughs> no stories. I can try and think. I can try and think of something humorous, but no, I, I don't have any. I'll tell a story stories. about uh, mowing the lawn. We built a dog fence. Actually, okay, I don't think I've talked about up, this. Are you making up for Stu's yeah, loss? Like, yeah, exactly. About the oh, lawn. let me tell you about the lawn. Uh, right. No, but we finished our dog fence. I guess maybe I had done that last week. 
Uh, you were talking about you you were in the middle of it. Yeah. So middle. we finished it. Hooray. And yeah. um the, the we put the gates along the edge, which is fine, except is, it's well, kind of you hard usually to, put the gate in the middle? Well, the you field? could put it I mean, no no no. I mean like up against the, the side of the, fence. of the house is what I mean. So like I'd like to move the gates later on, but it's going to be a bit of work. But anyway, the point is, it's very hard to get the lawnmower into the dog yard, given where the gates are, because there's a lot of big rocks in the area. So we had to, like, pick up the lawnmower, which is heavy as a mother. And, um, yeah, so that was an adventure. But we got it done. And then today, I went out and rode the riding lawnmower before lunch. I was in the morning, like, I'm going to mow the lawn. And I rode it around. Now, the interesting thing about riding the lawnmower is... When you ride around mowing the lawn, you're kicking up, you know, grass and stuff. And apparently you're kicking up a lot of bugs, which birds love to eat. And so while you're mowing the lawn, you got these birds like circling around you, not like above you. like Oh, you boy. Know. It's yeah. feeding town. It is. And then, uh, the, you know, they, the... they come getting the bugs that you've kicked up. So it, nice. it's a symbiotic partnership between you and the birds. Yeah. So The circle of life. The circle of life. I found a dead bird in our back garden uh, yesterday. I live with a bird. There you oh, go. Yeah? A genuine bird. I live with a green cheek conure, I think, is the, the parrot. All right. Was it? I, I don't think I found that bird in my, my back garden. No, I, I well, no, well, that the green cheek conure conure from the Amazon, so I'd be surprised. Right. You, know, you, never, you never know. Things pop up know. around when Wolverhampton. Well, I, I, I had to get rid of this dead bird. Brilliant. Um, so I did. That's that's my story time. <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, mowing the lawn isn't a great story either. I think we no. probably should just move on. Yeah. Okay. Where are you going? Story time's over, isn't it? What you been playing? Let's talk about video what games. You what you been playing? Are you seriously talking about video games? How dare you? Oh, I'm I'm not here next week, by the way. Because um, no, no, no. My, I thought my... we said we're doing it Monday. Yeah, because I'm right. yeah. Oh yeah, we're doing it Monday because I'm I'm not here on Sunday. Yeah, me Pete's neither. Getting married. Pete's oh, getting married. Oh yeah, Pete's Finally. getting married. That's yeah. awesome. So he's getting he's getting you married. You can stick your beef up your ass. That's the one. I that's think that's his. Uh, that's it's part of his vows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got there in the end, and uh, yeah. So he's he's getting married. So Yay. I'm doing a, a shout out early you- to Pete's. To, to, to get him married because cool. he's had to reschedule it five times. Yeah. Oof. And rough. all that stuff. And so. I'll be coming back from Florida on Sunday night, coming in at like midnight, which sucks. Um, so I'll be maybe semi conscious when we're doing the show on Monday. But, well, else? what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you're going to be all, well, no, I was going to say you're going to be hungover from the wedding feast, but no. that's not how you roll. So, no. No. But I am lazy, so I might be tired. <laughs> There's that. I almost fell asleep during before this show. It's ridiculous. Wow. Uh, anyway, okay, so we're going to talk about video games. Yeah, we now. are. And I think as the guest, Antonio, I think you should take the floor. Well, a game that you have been playing. I don't know if you'll put it in the pre-show ramble, but you're talking about Space Jam. And do you know Space Jam 2 had a video game? No. No, I did not. What well, platform is I it found on? A, uh, multi-platform, it's on everything. Uh, okay. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Really? Oh. It's called That's Space Jam a new legacy of the game. It's... Is there basketball in it? Uh Lola Bunny uses one. Okay. That's literally it. That's it's weird. Just you would think there'd be basketball in robots. a Space Jam video game. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't know. It's I played I think it's about an hour it took me to beat it. If you okay. want some free achievement points, go for it. It 
was boring, but it, it was fine. <laughs> it was like 4 a.m. when I played it. I thought, why not? I'll give it a shot. Why not? Give it a shot. How very it, odd. It looks awful. It, <laughs> that's the thing. I downloaded it thinking it would be terrible. Um, who made it? Digital Eclipse made it. I, I, if I remember right, they used to make a lot of GBA ports, like impressive looking GBA ports. Mm -hmm. um so i don't know what they've made recently i'll find out in a second so now i'm thinking um, about all these free games that companies have put out over the years the burger king was a sneak king was that it? i have them yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Three of them. i, I remember them. doritos put out one that was about it was basically like trials but you were on foot that yeah. was fun doritos crash course. course that was awesome crash crash course. Course. Yeah. yeah that was good that was good what these guys made? these guys made just make ports okay yeah okay mm. so i was looking at the company that made that actually made when this you, when you talked about the, how it looked chinny i thought you might put it on the stream but apparently not i have you, you oh oh there this. it is okay as soon as i that, said that it, isn't it how about that this looks so, like yeah, it, uh street fighter combined with the simpsons game well it just is a side scrolling beam up arcade style game uh, so if you played sure. simpsons arcade the x-men yeah. old arcade game streets sure. of rage you've played space Jam your legacy who was but playing though, this I, they're supposed to be beating up the wall and they were just sitting there going up against the metal spikes to me call me crazy here <laughs> but i would have made I don't, I don't know a basketball game. yeah i know right what a crazy that'd idea. be great you weirdo um well i have actually been playing basketball a video game involving basketball this week but i'll hold okay. on to that until we move uh Ooh. you know to the next section um but this game it, it was free i think i got like 800 gamers go from it in like an hour so if you're a GT hunter gamer go for score. it i remember when that was a exactly. thing for me like gamer score i'm like yeah well like i said it was 4 a.m i was delirious and thought why not i was just there trying. you go oh look because of all bugs has you don't expect to, when you go and check when you check the xbox store you don't expect to see space jam a video That's game do you true you don't no. well, i don't and would i recommend playing it no but okay. i thought i'd say it since you were talking about it earlier well there you go sweet and speaking Beautiful. of things that I meant to do earlier, uh, shout out to Amar for this sound clip about the weather in Spain. Aliportos Scorchio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently Stu will recognize that sound clip instantly. So That is it. It's a, from a sketch show called The Fast Show. It is from The Fast Show. He said you might not get it, but apparently you I did. I adore The Fast Show. It's yes. classic. I think her name Cumulonimbus. is Cumulonimbus. <gasps> Caroline uh, Quentin, the name of that lady that says mm. that, and she unfortunately died recently. Oh, but she's one of the funniest British women ever. Cool. Along with Nina Scotty. Conti. Um, so, anyway, Space yeah, Jam's space, a no. But Space Jam is a big no. Uh, I can transition if you want to what actually has basketball. Go ahead. Do it. Why not? It's relevant. Yeah. The Olympics video game. So Ooh, I have a weird okay. love for the London 2012 Olympics video game. I don't know why. I find that is my personal favorite party game. I don't know why. Um, and for some reason, Xbox put this on for free for the weekend. Maybe Ooh, because the Olympics is happening. I don't know. Um, I wasn't massive on it. So if you've, anyone's played the London 2012 Olympic game or hasn't, I should say, it's as real as you're going to get in terms of simulation um, events. So everyone looks real to start with. Uh, but maybe because it's set in Tokyo, I don't know. But everyone has kind of a chibi, uncanny valley art style to it. Tokyo. To the point where I um, just played as an unlockable Sonic skin because I didn't want to look at my character model. It's <laughs> too creepy to me. Um, yeah. But it has, I think, 20 events in total, which is down from the Xbox 360 versions, like 45 or 50. Oh, my goodness. And I thought that because, oh, it's, you know, because they want to really focus in on the sports ends. Tennis is pretty fun. We haven't had a good tennis game in years, in my mm, opinion. Yeah. Virtual Tennis 4, I think, was the last on Vita. Um, I think you're forgetting about Mario Tennis. 
<laughs> I wasn't big on Mario Tennis Aces. I found it fine. I, I got bored of it very quickly. Ooh. Well, there is a kick. Oh, it's out! The part- there is a kick participant option on this Zoom call. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've got- I'm just uploading. Yeah, everybody kind of looks a bit. Well, yeah, so you're not really big into Japanese games, Michael. So do say, what chibi. do you think they look like? Yeah, chibi. Speaking of yeah. basketball. That was Curtis Blow's Basketball, the best song ever made about basketball. Um, Correct. I agree, personally. Um, One of the only <laughs> I wanted to enjoy this a lot more. I was very, very excited for this game because, like I said, I love the 2012 mm. uh, game. If I go to, um, well, not house parties, but parties with friends that where a console is involved, I always do take that game. Yeah. Because it just comes down to waggling the stick a lot. Well, sure. It's like a. track and field back in the day. Exactly. Um I like the tennis mode a lot. Basketball was kind of fun. Besides that, it's just not very fun, sadly. Mm-hmm. I got really excited when I saw BMX, but it just came down to mashing A. And that's kind of it, really. A lot of the game modes lack depth. Yeah, It does come down to waggling or mashing something. Um, rugby was in it, which caught me by surprise. Mm. But I don't think rugby is a good sport for a video game, Probably personally. Um, football, it's no FIFA. Basketball, it's no NBA. Baseball. Yeah. It's no MLB. Well, that's the thing is that like you think that this is really designed to scratch the itch of games you can't play in any other way. Exactly. Uh, there's judo, which I haven't seen a judo video game. Mm-hmm. It's a bit shit. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. There yeah. was swimming. Swimming was really underwhelming. So how it works is you basically have to mash a button left and right, left and right, left and right. But the timing felt very, very strange. Mm-hmm. And there's a meteor building up the entire time, which is like a final push. But if you do it at the wrong time, you just kind of burst out and lose the race. Because I'd have a clean lead in first, use this big final push, and then be eighth. Weird. It just seems like it needed more time in the oven, personally. Yeah. Like, it needed more time to actually have more events, more game there. Right. Because I played for two hours on this free trial, and I was like, I'm done. I'm never playing mm. this again. You know, Chinny was showing the long jump, I guess. And it's so weird mm-hmm. to me to have someone doing the long jump. And then when you get to the line where you actually jump... For the game not to freeze as the bar goes, as it did in track and field. Mm. I mean, well, like in any other uh, Olympics game I ever played. Yeah. Right. Um, The rest of the events come down to like it's missing in what, in my opinion, some key ones such as say uh, cycling, not as in not BMX but cycling, Mm. Um, archery and shooting were missing. That was kind of the additional opinion. She's one of the greatest Olympic sports. Which ones? Well, skateboarding. Thumb wars. You know, where you you lock each other's hands and you have a thumb war. Arm wrestling. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, I bet I can chop your left hand off. Uh, Interesting side note, I have never lost a game of I bet I can chop your left hand off. What the fuck is I bet I bet I can... What's that? It's where you sit at a table with a knife and you get a knife Uh, and you're trying to chop each other's hands off. Oh, When I said I've never lost a match, I held my left hand up as a way to... You see, it's very funny. I it's thought you meant the knife game. <laughs> no, that's called. Um, I've never lost at Russian roulette. Five finger fillet. Um, yes. Well, you know, Hannibal Burris said the way to make Russian roulette fun without putting your life on the line is to take a gun with one bullet in the container, spin it, and point it directly at your Xbox. Yeah. Because then yeah. You know, um, it's not life and death, but it is still exciting. Mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to think of anything else to say about the Olympic game. Like, I was, I was really sadly underwhelmed by it, man. Because, like I said, I have a weird guilty pleasure love of the 2012 Olympic game one. Yeah. But I, I, I let's just say I have no reason to get rid I'm of that I'm going to get copy. the uh, the London 2012 one up. For just control. to compare. So you, you instantly see a difference in terms of visuals, at least. At well, least, the Tokyo definitely. 2021 is inauthentic because there's people in the stands. Yeah. I, will, I will say um, the character created um, was actually pretty good in this game. My partner spent about 20 minutes making her character. Which is, yeah, it works, I guess. There you go. I don't know. I just personally felt very underwhelmed. By the way, Derek said, Jenny, uh, fast show lady who passed away was Carolyn Ahern. Carolyn Ahern. Quentin was in yeah. Men Behaving Badly. I always get it mixed up. Yes. R.I.P. Carolyn. Thank you, Derek. Carolyn Ahern. Yeah, the character models in London 2012 look like normal people. Exactly. They look like humans, don't they? Yeah, they do. And ironically, like I said, there was over double the game there. And that doesn't include, yeah. say, doing an actual Olympics thing. The party game options were terrible in this game. Yeah, I had to also, dig through menus. You'd, to, sorry. you'd assume that they have more time to make. Well, it came game. out. This I looked into it. The game came out in Japan in 2019. All oh, huh. right. Or um, was it 2019, 2020? It definitely came out like way before. I wonder if that's why they made it more out. cartoony, because Japanese audiences might like a little more They should have just well, delayed I, That's why I'd assume. That's why I'd assume. But I, that's what they did. They did delay it. But to come out in the Western you know, region. But I thought, oh, they'll, they'll add some more stuff to it then. Mm. No, they, they didn't no. do shit. They did not do a single I mean, thing. they choose host cities well in advance. So they had years and years to put this together, didn't they? Was there a Rio video game? So this is why I was so excited for this one. London 2012, apart from, I think, a 2014 Winter Olympics game, was the last official hmm. Olympics game. Because instead, they had the Marion Sonic games. Okay. And... Uh there was a Rio 2020 Olympic uh, Sonic game, sorry, 2016 Olympic Sonic mm. game. It it wasn't good. The best Sonic's, uh, Mario Sonic Olympic games was the first one, in my opinion, because there was no expectations. Yeah. Uh, when did it come out? It came out, yeah, it came out uh, July 24th, 2019 in Japan, the huh. game we're on about, mm. and uh, June 22nd here. So yeah, I thought they were sitting on it, actually adding some stuff to it, but they, they were just, just sitting on it. Yeah, they, were they, just, were... they were just sitting down. Yeah, yeah exactly. God, the characters look so weird. Now, here's the real question. In the 2012 Olympics game, did you have the opening ceremony celebrating the NHS? No. Oh. What was the opening ceremony like in Tokyo? Did anybody see it? I Tara saw it, and she, it. she fell asleep twice. Wow, that's a bad sign. Yeah. Um, it ain't no Chinese yeah. opening ceremonies. Those were it, bombed. It ain't like the London one where the Spice Girls came out. <laughs> and they also played Underworld, so there's that. Well, yeah, the only thing I saw about the actual Olympic Games opening was that video game music was played. That's the only thing I heard about. Was it Monster Hunter, was it? Well, there was a whole list of it. There was Monster Hunter, Sonic, Fire Emblem, uh, Final Fantasy, sorry, and a few other franchises. Hmm. Oh, the Japanese. Japanese. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the show. A movie license game and a sports license game. That's why you invite me on the show. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Get your money's worth. I'd have loved it if, if, like... The Japanese team came out and that Street Fighter announcement <laughs> was the way to introduce yeah. them. Japan! <laughs> and then yeah, China came out and it's right. China. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, you going next, Jenny, or am I going next? I don't have a lot. So you, Well, you go fucking ahead. Hell, this, woman, this woman doing this 200 metres is an absolute tonk of a woman. She does not look like a woman. All the characters look like, like well, yeah. tanks. That's why, I, that's why I said about the character creation. You can make who you want. You can make him buff as heck, big as yeah. heck, midget, She's tall, too f- seven like, foot, four foot. It, had, it was robust. 
Too robust, I'd say. She looks like a hand thrower, not a fucking runner. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, man. The Tokyo 2020... What's the official name? I'm going to say the entire name. Olympics Games 20... Tokyo 2020, the official video game. It doesn't discriminate, man. It doesn't discriminate. Apparently well, not. Sure. Apparently when you win, you do this. Waving both arms. I don't like it. It's yeah. scaring me. Um, that's enough of that now. I'm right. done with that. All right, I think Duke, you go. Okay, so uh, I I played some more Red Dead Online. Uh, keeping up with those dailies, man. You got to do it. No, nice. I mean, you don't have to, but I am. And I realized that I spend more time in a day waiting for the game to load than I do actually playing it, which is ridiculous. Uh, so that's for today, for Xbox instance, Series X, what I do is I go in, I load it up, I go and I find what's the easiest daily to complete, and then I do that. So today it was leading the horse. So I just loaded it up, took three minutes or so, and then like I grab my horse, go to camp, because that's the easy, you know, usually it's like eat a stew or whatever. And then it was, uh, yeah, lead the horse. So I just grabbed my horse and I was like, let's just start walking in a random direction. And then as soon as the sound comes on, you know, gold ranking up, okay, quit. I feel kind of bad, but not really. Anyway, um, I've also been playing more Neverwinter, and I realized that so many MMOs have this very basic formula where it's like you go to this area, you kill a bunch of baddies, you fight a boss, and then that's it. And once you do that a couple of times, you you realize like that's the way it's going to be in every sector of this game. Mm-hmm. And it's not really RDO because you know, but it is Destiny Two. That's very much the way it is in Destiny Two, and it's in a lot of non MMOs as well. I just think it's kind of sad because there's so many other things they could do to just mess with that formula a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so whatever. It's not a huge deal. I just It occurred to me, and I was like, huh. It's kind of sad how formulaic so many games follow this pattern of just like, eh, meh, meh. Um, yeah, but the game that I will talk about uh, more is a new game that's just out called Mon- Monster Hunter 2 Wings of Ruin. And under Stories 2. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter Stories 2. I beg your pardon. Right. Thank you. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Because Monster mm-hmm. Hunter World is the game that everybody bums all the time as one of the greatest <laughs> RPGs lately. It's just funny to hear you say bums. Yeah, right? I know. It is a little bit. Um, and so I was like, you know, I've looked at Monster Hunter a bunch of times and been like, I don't know. I don't think it's for me. This is a much more... It's aimed at kids. Let's just say it. Uh, it's a cartoony style. It's it's a manga style, and basically this game wants to be Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Uh, the combat is turn based. You, your character is kind of cutesy. Um, it, I actually had a lot of fun with it, which you know again doesn't uh, contradict the idea that it wants to be Final Fantasy VII because as everyone knows, I love Final Fantasy VII. Um, yeah. So apparently the first Monster Hunter Stories game was mobile only. It was on the 3DS and iOS and Android. Um, It's obviously a port from console because Mm -hmm. to navigate the menus, you use WASD, which is weird. Um, You can click on some things, but some things you can't click on. So at certain points, you have to hit enter. Right, you can't. No matter what you you can't click on anything on the screen to indicate okay or move on to the next thing in the menu, which is just weird because you're constantly moving your hand, therefore, from your mouse to your keyboard, and it's just like that's a rookie mistake, y'all. Come on, get it together. 
I will say I'm surprised this is on PC because I this was pushed for the Switch. My partner has been playing a lot of this. Okay, I'm surprised. Okay. What do you think of the voice acting, by the way? Because I've only he- heard it and I'm like, well, uh, it's not great, but I wasn't expecting anything great. And, and, and okay. it does that thing that a lot of JRPGs do, do, which is there's like three different kinds of cutscenes. You know, there's the fully yeah, yeah. animated, there's the kind of animated but with, you know, characters and sometimes you have choices. And then there's like one on one. Uh, and it's just so disorienting when you're constantly switching between those kinds of cutscenes, because especially because, well, not so much in this game, but in some games, like the characters look very different in the different types of it. Like Final Fantasy VII was notorious for this, but that was because of the technology at the time, I suppose. But anyway, uh, the the funniest part of the game at the beginning is when you know these tough guys show you're you're in this. There's a lot of cultural appropriation going on uh, using the Maori, you know, Australian Aboriginal tropes. They're on an uh, island paradise and they're covered in tattoos and wearing, you know, tusks and bird feathers and stuff. Um, But these soldiers show up in your village and you have this woman who's your guide, mentor, teacher, whatever. And she goes, what are you doing here to the soldier dudes who show up? And they're like, well, we've been given a tip that the uber monster Greblech is here. And he's the one who has the wings of ruin. And your teacher lady goes, the wings of ruin? Oh, no. And the guy goes, yep, wings of ruin. And then she turns to the chief of the village and goes, have you ever heard of the wings of ruin? I've never heard of that. What? <laughs> what are you doing when he said wings of ruin you acted that like it sounds was the really bad <laughs> yeah exactly she acted like it was like oh my god not that um yeah what else did i write down here you can't advance the dialogue with the mouse which is where you constantly switch so you it's a weird dynamic and i guess this is the way it is in the have y'all played any of the monster hunter games no yeah, yeah, i played i played one on 3ds and world I'm okay two so you probably know that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is like this, and maybe it's not. Do you take eggs in that one? No. Are you hatching monsters in that, or is it just about killing the monsters? From memory, it's just killing them. Okay. It's just killing because the fuckers. Taking my eggs is a big part of this game, as you can see on the stream right now. There's an egg bouncing around on the screen. Now, the reason for that is because there's this weird cat dude who's like your wacky little guy who makes constant jokes uh moving the egg around so that's why the egg is bouncing but anyway so in the game you kill these monsters or subdue them in some cases which is the same as killing them except they apparently are alive uh and then you go into their nest and you take their eggs and then you go and hatch them and then you enslave them and ride them around it's a really weird dynamic uh it's like they're pokemon yeah i guess yeah. yeah um so they call them Slavery. your monsties. They call them your monsties. So you can like, monsties. some of them jump, some of them swim. So there's different parts of the map you can't get to unless you have a monstie that can swim or whatever. Like Pokemon. Yeah. It's really kind of strange. I, I feel like they're trying to do a hundred different things in this game. And I mean, it, it works together as a cohesive whole, I suppose, but it's a really bizarre concept. And it led to one of the funniest Steam reviews I've ever read because this person chose to unleash on like poaching that happens in like China and other places. But I think this game came from Japan. So I think they just had their Asian countries wrong, but the, the review is like thumbs down. And it's like, you poach and you enslave animals. And now you're doing it in a video game. Shame on you. And I'm like, dude, what a weird thing to put in a game review. Like, do you go to the GTA mm-hmm. game review and be like, now you're encouraging people to kill cops. Like, well, how dare you? No, he's fine with that. Yeah. They're, they're probably he's all right with that. That. Yeah. That's fine. It's Capcom. So it would be Japanese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. 
Um, so the combat is uh, turn-based, which I know everybody loves. I actually do like it. And it's, again, different from Monster Hunter because you're that's all live-action Monster Hunter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is turn-based, which, but it's not just tapping the buttons over and over again. There's some strategy involved. So there's three kinds of attacks. There's power attacks, there's uh, tactical attack, and there's speed attack. And it's a rock, paper, scissors kind of thing because... I don't remember what the order is, but basically you can see there's this kind of a circle on the left side of the screen while they're fighting. And um, so power beats tactical, tactical beats speed, speed beats power, right? So if you can guess what kind of attack you're, the monster is going to be doing or learn after they attack you at least once, uh, you can counter it, right? And you don't have to have the special kind of weapon or, you know, use a special kind of magic. You just choose which kind of attack you want before that particular attack which I thought was pretty nice because it adds a little extra, you know, interesting thing to the turn-based combat formula, but without making it incredibly onerous as a lot of advances in the turn-based formula tend to be. Um, Then there's this thing called like, well, there's all sorts of combinations you do with your monsty. Uh, You can ride on them and then you attack. And if you both do the same type of attack, then it's like doubled up. Uh, And then at certain points you have this head-to-head thing that happens where um you're both attacking at the your monster and you are attacking at the same time and then it's like a quick time event where you're tapping the button and then it like you know you you do better than they do because you're hitting the button harder so i don't know there's some interesting things involved um it's cute the story takes itself a little too seriously uh just because it's about you know, you know, japanese like, rpg I know, I know and it, that's the thing too is that like the cutscenes just kind of go on and on and I didn't buy this. There's a demo that's basically like the first part of the game. And so the the trick there is that I just wanted to play the demo and I thought it would be, you know, an hour or so. But like the opening cutscenes were at least a half an hour long. And I was just sitting there the whole time like, ah. And I don't want to skip the whole thing because then it's like I won't have any idea what's going on. <sighs> it is what it is. Just skip it. Yeah. You'll never know. You don't, you'll never miss it. And then the other thing was, you know, you're going to get the egg from the nest and there's like three kinds of eggs right so let's do a role play right okay so you're me yeah you're, you're going into this okay. nest there's a red okay. egg a blue egg and a green egg which one do you okay. choose green green i guess oh you got the blue one and i was like what I was like, uh, let me put it down and because you can pick a you know try a different one and i put down i was like i tried to get the green one and i pushed the green and it oh you got the blue one and then the little cat dude goes oh the eggs disappeared meaning the one you have is the one you have and I was like, oh, give me a break. Sounds glorious. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. What made you want to try this? Because, you know, I've been watching my partner play this, and I wouldn't think Eric Piotrowski would enjoy this game. I don't blame you for thinking that. I wasn't really sure about it, to be honest. Because, I, like I said, Monster Hunter, not my thing. But, you know, the fact that it's more cutesy style, like, uh, I don't know, that appeals to me. And I was just curious. Like, I wanted to be able to say, I've played a Monster Hunter game. Now I know I shouldn't say I've played a Monster well, Hunter Well, Monster Hunter fans will say, oh, this isn't actually a of Monster course. Hunter game. It's a spin-off. And, right, yeah. right, right. And that's totally fair. Because, uh, to be fair, it's a... A very different kind of game but mm-hmm. um then there's you know like there's these moments where like your little teacher friend picks up the cat and is like yanking his mouth open and i'm like what are you doing to this cat that's so weird yeah. so uh, and there's a bunch of dumb cat puns um so anyway it, it is what it is uh, it, again it, it reminds me a lot of final fantasy 7 and i find it fun in that regard I, I put it on my wish list, but I don't know that I'm going to play it very quickly or very soon. I'm certainly not paying full price for it, uh, but I'm mm. glad I gave it a shot for the demo. I had a good time with the demo and, you know, shows up on sale for 10 quid at some point. Maybe I'll give it a whirl. 
Well, I wasn't interested in the game, and then you said there were cat puns. I know, right? He's like, I know I'm uh, all about it. You need to pause before you go back out there, and everyone's like, ah! He's a fucking cat. Go date, my dumb. <laughs> ah! Um. Yeah. Cool. So that's Monster Hunter Stories Two. Mm. No, from me, Duke. I'm afraid. I don't blame you. I think it's gonna be hard uh, for a lot okay. of people, but not as a special lady friend. Go ahead. I've been playing that Plague's Tale thing. Yeah, you Ooh, have. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, cool. I'll go and install it later then. Cool. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> yeah. No, right, there I'm you out. go. Done. <laughs> Thanks for listening, it's, everybody. Uh, I'm trying to sort of remind myself where I am in this fucking game. So, you know, it's very French still. Aww. French things happening. Um, uh, you little bro keeps having these kind of like weird head trauma things like, okay. uh, so that's obviously never going to come back no um, and yeah you're sort of just making your way to something I don't really know but it's a very linear game okay. um, which I quite like uh, and I think last week I was at a part where it just introduced the rats so the rats play a part there's, yeah. there's the whole place has been infected by a plague and these rats are just coming out the ground willy-nilly like Dude. crazy but they don't like the light these rats okay so it's all sorts of game mechanics where you've got to you know juggle light and light something that moves and run with it and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. very similar to gears of war <laughs> and the krill and all that <laughs> yeah. sort of stuff but uh, it, it does take a lot from The Last of Us, like the crafting and, and just the dynamic of you being mm. a, uh, like a, a pair and looking after the, the younger one and all sorts right. of stuff. Uh, but the younger chap, Hugo, he does have a little part to play. There are little areas that he can get in that other people can't. Okay. And uh, it does, it, it kind of feels like it tries to have its giraffe moments now and again. So in, in The Last of Us 1, mm, there's no, a yeah. moment where. Um, uh, I was wondering what you meant by giraffe moments. Yeah, so it, it, it looks, it, Ellie looks at a giraffe and yeah, she's like, oh, and everybody talks about it saying, oh, it was beautiful feelings and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, like, Hugo sort of takes a liking to the pigs in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, ugh. Not quite the same impact giraffe. when you look out and there's a, well, you know, area. Well, with I pigs really crossing. enjoyed what they did with it because um, pigs start the, eating corpses. <laughs> So, so they was like, ah, oh, and you guys like, oh, I love, I, I love the pigs. They are <laughs> fucking sick. All right, something along those lines. Yeah. And um, what you end up have, have, having to do is there's a pig alive because you, you see a bunch of pigs dead, and the and you guys gutted. He's just like, oh no, I love these pigs. <laughs> and then you find a pig and he bonds with it, and he's like, oh yeah, great. And then you have to feed this pig to the rats to Oof. survive oh my goodness. and i thought man this game should be a comedy because i found that <laughs> hilarious yeah um, suck it pig or suck, suck it rats. pig and hugo's feelings um yeah. and then there's another chap that you run into and then you run into two other people and the the chap that you ran into just goes away i don't know where <laughs> he just sort of fucks off yeah. and then these other two they're a bit more um like they're a bit more stealthy and a bit more like they, they look after themselves better. Mm. So you get captured at one point 
and um yeah and then you sort of bump into these two and they help you so that you have a mechanic where you you can just ask them for help and they throw like something down or whatever yeah um so we keep starting up every each chapter is really short it's like 30 minutes 40 minutes a chapter hmm. and each one is like here's an extra little thing that you have to deal with that you haven't dealt with yet mm -hmm. um paced really well uh it's good it's 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 well made um graphics are yeah good. I'm, I'm still liking it it's i'm on ch sort of chapter eight i think now do you know how many and there's there are? 17 chapters 17? i looked at oh my goodness so I was because I was I was flying through these chapters and I was like, but yeah, how many, how much game I've got left? So I googled it. It was like seventeen. I was like, I'm gonna, yeah. gonna keep going because these <laughs> there's a few of these. Yeah. So, and yeah. how long does each uh, one take? Yeah, like 30, 40 minutes. So okay. yes, yeah, so not much, not much. So, um, yeah, uh, Plague Style Innocence is is I'm still enjoying it. It's the yeah. only thing that I've really played apart from Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, which I'm still shy at, but. Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Plague's Tale. Yeah. It's good. Plague's Tale. I'm at, yeah. I'm at a crossroads right now. Do I transition to COD because you mentioned it, or do I transition to Resident Evil Eight because I have a pig-related story with Resident Evil Eight? You're a fork in a road, yeah. Antonio. I know. Yeah. You, I'd say you have COD. Your own decision because there's probably not as much you could say about it, and then you can just talk about the pigs. You say that. I've played. I checked recently because um, a reason I bought Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War full name. Uh, um, actually, I should say it's full name. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War COD 18. Because it's the 18th right. Call of Duty, I think. Dear Lord. And Stop the, making these yearly. Black yeah. Ops. Exactly. Um, I bought that because I remember I got I got the result back saying I had COVID. And I was really ill. And I remember mm. someone telling me, you're going to be ill for a while. And I saw three friends who I haven't spoken to for about five years playing COD. And I was like, uh. I, I need to feel some time. And I think now I've played about 14 days worth of this game mm -hmm. combined. Damn. Mm -hmm. And I will say, since I don't, I don't think anyone on this podcast mentioned it before, I haven't played Modern Warfare for more than like an hour. Okay. But I can really, really tell why people are thinking this game is shit in comparison. Because mm. I don't know, I don't know the model of con how content was made for Modern Warfare, but this game was, has been drip-fed content. Mm. Like, I have footage from when I played it back in December 2020. And it's missing modes. Like, okay, here's a good representation of it. Okay. We had an update recently, new zombies map, yay. And yes. in multiplayer, they added capture the flag. Okay. In a game in 2021. <laughs> yeah, well, that's mm -hmm. unusual, man. Capture the flag. What other game has capture the flag? None. So you don't play Warzone then? I, I never clicked with Warzone. I'm not a big Battle Royale guy. I wasn't big on PUBG. Fortnite, I didn't mind. It was different for me because it was colorful and had something different besides shooting and running. Um, and Warzone again is that it's just shooting and running for me. I, I'm not a battle royale guy. That's just me playing it simple. Mm. Um, but what I will say, I don't, I didn't care for Warzone, but I actively dislike it now because it's taking up content away from Cold War. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I, that's where the moolah is. Exactly, but that means people like me who love zombies and multiplayer as well zombies get jack all. Yeah. No, they're undead. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um. But you say zombies are dead. We had an uh, update recently with a brand new map, and it's been dead. one of the best maps I've played, period. It's a and very you've played well a lot map. of the zombies. You're like an official. I've been there since the day zombies. one, man. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I always like the idea of the zombies. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds like good fun. And then every time I play it, I go, ugh, I just don't enjoy it. Mm. So what is it you like about it, Antonio? Uh, for me, it is a great turn-my-brain-off game because okay. it's just second nature to me now to 
do the things of say running a train which is where you get all the zombies on a line and run them around right. uh but it's changed over the years because before zombies was just what you'd imagine round based survival go until mm. you get bored or turn off yeah um or kill yourself in the game now there's a lot of story i remember i had a student who was like he mm-hmm. wrote a like a not an essay really but he wrote a whole page assignment about playing zombies and like the story involved in it and i was like whoa this is hard the story for the first few cards uh like as in treyarch's cards were beautiful because it was drip fed story it was yeah the story was there if you wanted to find it and that was what made it more fun that's cool all the the story bits were called easter eggs Uh because that's what it was you had to actively search for it gotcha now it's to the point where they're the easter eggs are now just called quests because that is all that is really expected of zombies is to do the out there out their storylines yeah and i got burnt out with the story so because the thing is if you google call of duty zombies timeline you'll see a map with tons of arrows because i think in black ops 2 i think it is they added a multiverse thing and as soon as i hear the word multiverse in any storyline i'm like nope i'm the same way like i I have enough trouble keeping track of one universe i'm gonna try to keep track of seven yeah so it got to the point where i i read what happens and go okay cool i'm just here for the game because It's the small tweaks they add. Because I do think this is the best card ever made in terms of zombies. Because yeah. there are small little tweaks which make it fun. So, okay. you, I mean, Mike, you played cards. You know, it plays great, doesn't it? The modern oh, cards. Phenomenal. So to have that kind of freedom of movement in zombies is wonderful. Because you really do feel like... It's not scary at all anymore. COD 5, mm-hmm. they try to make it scary. But now it's just, you're a beast fighting zombies. And it yeah. feels amazing. Um, well, armor, that's what I would want. I, I mean, I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be tense. The biggest game-changing thing was adding armor. Of oh, all okay. things. Because... Um, in COD, it used to be three hits and you're down, mm. and now I think it's four or five. Um, but with armor, you're a beast. They've added things, uh, basically power-ups, where if you kill enough zombies, you can click both uh, LB and RB together. Ooh. You can activate, activate a power. It just It's just the most fun it's ever been, because I'll admit, zombies got super stale. Mm. Um, speaking of st- stale, the multiplayer is exactly the same. Well, yeah. There's nothing new, man. That's the thing. Well, I love the multiplayer. COD players don't want anything new in the multiplayer. They better not add anything new. That's the thing. When they add something new, such as Fire Team, which is a, it's up to forty or sixty people in a map. Wow. They added that. Um, and so there's twenty v twenty matches, or there is something called Dirty Bomb, where okay. there are five bombs scattered around the map, and you have to collect uranium, put it, put it in the bomb, try and detonate it while other teams are trying to kill you. Okay. It's just not fun. I would imagine. I, I will say, in a fast-paced shooter, I don't really want downtime. I don't want to say for battle royale. I don't want to yeah. wait while my mate right, runs around. Right. And in these big game modes, you're doing a lot of waiting because yeah. you're going to die. Well, I think Warzone does such a great job of not giving you much downtime. There's not a lot. Okay. Ever really, Are you because you, they have those sort of bounties and recon little things that you can do. And mm-hmm. if you play with people that know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you're never still you never wait like in PUBG, i waited in a bath for like fucking 20 minutes because mm. i was scared um you never you never run in for ages not encountering someone mm. you can do things to either find out where someone is or uh something will happen to you because other people are doing things okay fair enough i personally didn't experience that but i played that when it came out it's probably vastly different now Probably yeah, it is. Different. It is crazy. I mean, they've changed the the map completely. Like, oh, twice, cool. So, so yeah, it's a map. map. But I'm still gonna slightly despise it because it's taking content away from the main game. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? I have to learn. <sighs> I have to learn to live with it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, I I'm one that votes in my wallet, and I was very 
I didn't want to buy this game for what I paid for it because I had to. The cheapest I could find it for was fifty because it's one of those annoying cross-gen games. Mm. So if you haven't, if none of you out there have got a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, Activision and 2K, I think are the only ones that are doing this. You have to pay more to play on the new consoles. Mm. So crazy. like, yeah, so you have to pay sixty quid if you wanted to play it on your Series X or PS5 versus okay. the forty of the Xbox One or PS4. <sighs> right. I don't. I nah. I'm not a fan of that. I will say, um, I was I nearly bought Ghost of Tsushima recently. Oh, okay. Now you got because uh, I have a PS5 and I wanted to play the you know director's cut that's coming. Yeah. But yeah, if you buy a PS4 version, you have to pay to upgrade it. That's such bullshit. Just buy it. Have you got a PS4? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. I still, I still have my PS4. Yeah. Just, just play the PS4 version. It's fine. It's, it's, I was. It's I just wanted enough. to play on my PS5, man. Because I, me and my what, partner went halves on it. That's your, she that's really your fault it. for buying a PS5. There's nothing else. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It, yeah, yeah. You want to mock Ghost, me more for buying Ghost, it? Ghost of Tsushima is brilliant, though. It does look amazing. Because I, I, yeah, it does look amazing. That's but great. the thing is, if there is a fancy PS5 version, I want to play it on that. You know, if I already have the thing, if I, I have the guess. big fancy box that has the fancy thing. How much yeah. more is it? Um, you have to pay a tenner to upgrade your base PS4 version to the PS5 version. Meanwhile, Xbox, if you buy a game, it just works. That's works. why I bought Resident. It, that's why I bought Resident Evil 8 on the Series X because it just works. But we got. So have you got a PlayStation 5 and a Series X? Uh, yeah, the Series X is mine. The PS5 is my partner's. That's basically right. what agreed on. Yeah. Right. I will say, talking about the PS5, it has a video editor like built, built into it, like that's an actual. Weird. Multiple timeline. I made a video yeah. on it recently. Multiple timeline video editor yeah. of all things. Crazy. It's not very good, but I was like, oh, okay, yeah. something. Something. Strange. Yeah. They know what people want. Apparently. I guess. Um, I remember somebody will make something. I remember when Halo 3 came out and they basically made the Forge mode, but also had like a really good playback system and it was pretty much a, a video editor in Halo 3. And when you're a kid. I didn't know that. When you're a kid. And you don't have all the software available to you. Mm. It's kind of like, oh shit, I've got all these tools that I can dick around with. So, yeah, it's, yeah for, you, somebody from your position and or like my position is like, well, I just if I wanted a video to you know, I just make my own videos. But someone might not have that resource, so it'd be like, oh, it's their first sort of chance to sort of replay well, around. With I it. made a video on it, like literally shot a video quite recently trying to use the PS5 solely as a video editor. I recorded the gameplay off the PS5 with the mm -hmm. PS5, recorded with the microphone on the PS5 controller, tried to edit on the PS5. It's not very good, but it works. Yeah, but it'd be, you'd be amazed at what you can do when that's your only thing. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. I've made, I went, I made Windows Movie Maker work for like four years. Like that's you can make exactly. stuff work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, Call of Duty. Have you played COD? You played COD War then? Cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just watching the zombies now. I'm just, uh, I don't know. Hold on, which one are you looking at? You're looking at the first map, yeah. I will say it definitely feels like. So the development was one company made the story and then Treyarch made um, the action multiplayer and zombies. And you can really tell that this game should have been given another year. It's, it feels so slapped together. Half the maps on multiplayer still have loading issues, like where you be on the map and the floor would just disappear below you. Mm. It does not feel like a AAA mm. game. It's mm. half the time, and it's really disappointing. Like, and it, I think Activision almost knows that COD is in a bit of a uh oh phase because mm. have we heard about the newest one? No, no. It's supposed to come out in October or November if they follow their yearly schedule. Like, what's That's going true. on? Yeah, yeah, I suppose that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I imagine. 
It'll get announced at some point soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as long as it actually works, then hell yeah, because this game at times just does not work. Mm-hmm. And like, it's it's it's, cr- it's hard crashed my Series X, I think, seven times in total now. As in, like, Jesus. screen goes black, my Xbox just turns off, and I can't turn it back on. Yeah, well, that, that that's definitely due to testing. Like, like the game hasn't. If if that oh yeah happens yeah a lot, that means that there's there's just lack of testing mm-hmm. gone on. And I tried it on my Xbox One base as well because I ha- if you buy the cross gen version, obviously it works for both, and it it crashed my normal Xbox One as well. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. just I'm just surprised this game came out the way it did. But deadlines have got deadlines are deadlines, isn't it? We all know that. Yes, so. that's true. Got to get something out. Video game. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've been playing a little more my time at Porsche, uh, which mm. continues to be oh. fun. And there, there's this annoying part. You don't pull up any video because I won't be saying much about it. But there's this annoying part where like you're getting more and more workbenches, which is nice. You have access to making different things, which is cool. But then you need different supplies, which is annoying because it would be nice if you could just keep refining the stuff that you have. But instead, you have to find, like, these special things that are in the wasteland, you know. And it's just like, ah, I don't care about that. So it's like, whatever. They're sending you into more and more dangerous areas. And therefore, you need better and better armor. And in order to do that, you need, you know, monster teeth to make the better armor. And in order to get monster teeth, you have to kill the monsters. It's like, ah, it just feels like this chain of events, which is kind of annoying. But not too bad. Still fun. I'm enjoying it. Whatever. Uh, the other game I played, and actually it was just today, but I put a few hours in, is Mass Effect Andromeda. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and, you know, after I played it for a few hours, I decided to go look at some reviews, because I didn't really pay attention to what the reviews said when it first came out. Although, obviously, a lot of people were complaining about the visuals, but I'm like, whatever. I don't, I don't really care about that too much. Um... First of all, I need people to understand, and I told Jacinta about this, so there's that. When I got this, I was like, all right, I'm into this. This is going to be my science fiction shooter. I'm going to play mm-hmm. this. And so I uninstalled Destiny 2 because I was like, I'm going to try to do one game at a time. And especially because they're both pretty big games, so I didn't want to have them both on my hard drive. So now I'm committed to like finishing this or giving up on it if it comes to that. Uh, before I go back to Destiny 2. And the problem is, Destiny 2 is pretty straightforward. It's like, go here, shoot a bunch of things, blow up stuff, kabang, bang, bang, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Gunplay is mm-hmm. awesome. It's just pretty straightforward. This game, the combat is like 20% of it. Yeah. So much of the game is like finding the logs that someone left around and figuring out driving over here to this person talking to all these people and and like there's the there's the solar system that you're in there's the galaxy map there's the systems map moving from one planet to another research research there's there's development read different types of research do you want the new kind of research right or the old kind of Upgrade your characters. Systems. I just want to go and shoot things and interact with aliens. Like, why do but they what add about your so effect, many what about your skill points? Systems. I wonder if that's true Mass Effect points. 3. What's that? Because a lot of people weren't a big fan of Mass Effect 3 and how much combat there well, was. Well, what you was know what? I, yeah, it's the thing. I remember, you know, Mass Effect 1, I was like, I don't really understand how the combat works, but I eventually did mm-hmm. figure it out. And by Mass Effect 3, I was like, yeah, this is good. And I was okay. so interested in the characters, but I feel like back in the Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 
like it was about the characters and their stories, not all these different systems that you're supposed to spend time with. And I'm just like, I don't care about these systems. Now, fortunately, I don't think that's really going to affect me. And some of the reviews I read said it doesn't even matter that there's all this research stuff because the game will be throwing weapons at you. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a few interesting encounters. There was this one part where I was investigating this abandoned station and, you know, figuring out what was going on. And, and uh, you know, there's this encrypted log uh, and, and, and the AI comes on at one point and he's like, I have uncoded the, or decoded the message that was left for the people who came after them. He's like, Oh, what did it say? And he goes, it says run. And at that moment, this huge monster shows up. And like, it's like, Oh, cool. That's a pretty nice reveal. I like that. I just ruined it for you, Chinny. Sorry. But, um, you well, know, and so where therefore did you, did you get to the squid people. Uh, no, I don't think I've messed with squid people. They're like the new aliens, basically. I don't know if I've met. New they look aliens. like massive squids. Are you talking about the Gek or the the crit Kit? The Ket? No, no, that th those are the rock yes, people. Yeah, hello. Yeah, I, I guess they I haven't like met the squid rocks. people. I don't those know. are the rock people, aren't they? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. No, no, the, the, you don't talk to them, do you? You just shoot them. Okay. They're the z the zombies of this game. Oh, um, I think I may have encountered a few of those. But it's been um, such a long time since my last, you know, run through. But like, but but the there's another alien that race that you come across, and they look like giant squids, okay. and they're very patronizing. They're like, oh, I guess you have some talents, you big twat. <laughs> um, so so they're, they're a bit yeah. like that. I've heard about you. Yeah, you seem capable. Very patronized, very passive aggressive. I'm, I'm interested in the story here. I kind of like the core gameplay bits, but the, it's so spread out. That's one thing that's annoying. And, you know, for instance, okay, there's this one quest where it's like called honoring the dead or naming the dead or whatever it is. And you're supposed to go around and find people who died on previous mm. attempts to set up, you know, colonies on this planet. And mm -hmm. then, you know, scan them. And so, you know, they can tell their families or whatever. And that's fine. But there's no quest markers for it. You're just supposed to wander around or find a map online. I'm like, that sucks. It should be self-contained. Nah. I mean, I guess there's people who like the fact that... Are you on that desert quest like that? Yeah, Eos. Right, yeah, yeah. And I guess I just need to keep moving because the next like story quest is on some other planet. So I should just let Eos go. But there's other stuff to do on Eos. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I kind of want to do everything there is to do on this planet. But I know that's not how the game is supposed to be played, I guess. So, no. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of ways the game can be played. And that's part of what bugs me. So, yeah, you get a choice of two planets after Eos. Yeah. And uh, I'm, out, I'm on one of them. Um, put it this way. One's cold. One's jungly. Yeah. And well, I saw that in one of the reviews, too. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But I just like the way these planets look. This is the cold planet. Yeah, of course. Nothing else. Yeah. Right. It's nothing. It's this just cold. It's just one thing. Yeah, exactly. It's just what? It's just ice. Well, it's like Earth. And the other you ones... know, Earth is just green grass and blue well, water. Yeah, I suppose I get. Like, I feel like if yeah, a whole planet can be cold, but if it's well, got a jungle on it, yeah, then that means it's got a climate, which means it can be varied. Sure, of course. So, and most planets are probably more than one thing. So. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm on the icy planet, and then when you've done the icy planet, you go to the other planet. You can pick you. You might do the jungle planet first. Sure. But, but yeah, you you do those two planets first, right. like next, and then 
I don't know what happens after that, but yeah, because yeah. somebody at work is also playing this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, I mean, like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm not disliking it. It's just that I wish it were simpler. And that's the thing. It's funny because like there, you know, people who love classic arcade games, Pac-Man, Galaga, whatever, they love the simplicity of them. I wish there were a middle ground because I like the fact that we've advanced beyond just like, you know, fight never ending waves of enemies. But on the other hand, it seems like every AAA game that I play lately it's just overflowing with all this stuff that I don't want. Well, that's to what I like it. about that's what I like about Plague's Tale, like like a linear. It's kind of like Uncharted or whatever, where right. it's just it's just you're just going from A to B. There's no. That's what I like about system. Destiny too. Is I mean, there's a lot of stuff in Destiny. Don't get me wrong, but you I know, feel overwhelmed for the most Destiny. part. It's like I can just pop in, kill a bunch of baddies, and that's it, and that's enough. That's why I enjoyed the Cod War so much. That's why I ended up getting it really because it all. Like I'm playing Yakuza 6 right now, and I jumped back in recently because Xbox has this thing called Quick Resume, where literally it yeah. continues where you were. Right. And I, I stopped playing during a big reveal, and I was like, I spent half the time trying to remember, who are you? What's this? What's going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I remember, I do remember playing this game when it launched, because I love Mass Effect 2 and 3, like, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I got to the Desert Planet, which is on the stream right now, which is about four or five hours into the game, roughly. Mm. I, I take my time with RPGs. I love them. Yeah, I take my yeah. time. Sure. And I got hard locked. I was on a, I think there's a boss, and I had no ammo and nothing to protect mm. myself with, really. So I was, sorry, soft locked, and I had no save to go back on. Uh, so I was stuck. I got so annoyed I uninstalled it and I haven't touched it since. Uh, that happened to me on Dead Space 2, I think. Oh, really? That's the last boss, and I didn't have any ammo, and I couldn't get out of it. It's so annoying when you get to that point, you know? Because I you had, had that, that on one um, of the fights today. Metro, yeah, like you? I ran you had out that ammo Metro, didn't you? Yeah, like gas, okay, gas mask problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I could have probably gotten around that, but I was like, because I'm close to the end, and I was like, I just don't care. Um, mm. Which is stupid, because, you know, whatever. But I knew what was going to happen in the end, so whatever. Because um, I read the book. Mm. But, yeah, it's just like, you know, today I, I came across these, um, you know, during the monster fight with the big, huge thing. And it was cool, because the cat were attacking at the same time as this monster, so occasionally they would fight each other, and it was like, all right, I can take pot shots at y'all while you're doing that. We need but to work together. I didn't, realize, yeah, I didn't realize the ammo crates were finite, which I should have. I mean, duh. But I kept thinking, like, oh, I should go back to that box and just keep ammoing up. Nope. No. I, eventually, it ran out, and I was like, oh, shit, now I have to fight for real. <laughs> this isn't just going to keep filling up my gun. Well, you do, just shoot a bullet to the air. Like, yeah, I mean, you know that's how I do when I play a shooter. <laughs> I'm known for wasting ammo. Mm. So. Are anyway. you one to replay games? Because the Legendary Edition came out quite recently. And yeah, I it did. And I, I I probably will at some point. And, you know, Mass okay. Effect 1, 2, and 3 are so good that I can see myself mm-hmm. going back to those. I, I get less motivated to play replay games because I would love to play... I've got Mass, sorry, Mafia 2, but I want to yeah. play Mafia 1. I never play Mafia 1 really, like, properly. Mm-hmm. But I really want to play Mafia 2 again. I want to play the Mass Effect trilogy again. I'd love to play the Batman games again, mm, but yeah. I get I get less motivated to play them because I just know. Well, you know what's coming, and you play I them in order to find, you know, to follow a story and to have the excitement. Well, all Whereas... I want is the the next, yeah, like Batman or the next Mass right. Effect. You know what I mean? See, whereas I my approach is often like it's a good thing that I know what's coming because I don't have to learn anything. I guess so. I, I, for me, I, look. I don't mind playing those particular games that I've just mentioned because it's been so long since right. I've played them. Yeah. Like The Last of Us 2, I would love to play that again. But, I mean, I only played it like a year ago, so it's not yeah, a big sure. deal. It's so been a I feel year. Like, Jesus, wow. Yeah, so 
I feel like once I'm in it, I'll go, oh yeah, I remember this, and I remember this, and I remember yeah, this. Right. Um, where I played The Last of Us One just before The Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. and that had been like seven years. So yeah. like, I, I feel like I was justified in sort of playing it again because it'd been so long. But sure. yeah, Mafia Two, I can't remember anything about. Yeah. Batman Arkham Asylum, I can't really remember much about. So yeah, I'd love to play those games again. Mafia sure. One is a great linear game. I played that over Christmas time. I played it in like three days, and there's like yeah. no subjectives. I just actually bash the story out. And yeah, like yeah, that's. It. I'm looking it's a good forward linear to game. it. Yeah, yeah, but I am, I am enjoying Plague's Tale to be fair, just because it's so simple. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, mm-hmm. just go through it, no mm-hmm. bullshit, and it's pretty easy as well. It's not like rocks. And when you die, you just get stabbed, and then you just start again. It's, it's mm-hmm. no stress. So maybe, maybe try it, dude, because it is like. It's not it's not overwhelming at all. You know, it's pretty straight. The only thing is you. you might get slightly annoyed by the dialogue because Yeah, maybe it's not I, how, the funny thing is that like linear games, like thinking about a linear game, I, I don't know, there's something about it, it just frustrates me. Something being linear. I don't know why. I know that an open world game isn't really as open as it seems, and that I, you know, I'm gonna in Mass Effect, I'm gonna basically but I wanna have a choice between this quest or that quest that I'm gonna go to next. In a linear game, you have to do exactly what it tells you to most, do. Most most books are linear, not all. But oh, most. they're totally linear. Except for choose your adventures. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Child Plubies. All right, Antonio, what do you got? I'm done. Ooh, I'll do one more. I'll let yeah, you pick. They're both Japanese. So I'll you let said you said you had a big thing for the other one. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll skip Yakuza because yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, Resident Evil 8. Uh, the first of all, fuck me, this game looks beautiful. So I'm playing this on Series X, ray tracing on all that gubbins. This oh, game yeah. looks beautiful, man. Like, yeah. holy crap. The Resident Evil engine is beautiful. Uh, my big story is, and this is still the thing that has scared me the most in this game, minus okay. a massive fetus, um, which is <laughs> very scary. Um, well, actually, I'll mention that. There's, there's a great bit in this game where I think you might mention this, where your weapons get taken away. Yeah. And it's just one big puzzle mix of a chase right and that that was that was amazing i remember just the just the scenario you're in and because you've gone from very action heavy set pieces to then having nothing and being right. def- defenseless but not an outlast kind of defenseless where you're running and hiding mm. constantly um but yeah my biggest scare from this game is so in this game your main like normal common enemy is called a lichen okay. think kind of a werewolf yes think kind of a werewolf mm. uh very very freaky the first hour short of the for like throat then Perhaps I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was creeping along because there are actually side quests in this game. There are little treasure hunts they're called, where if you actually bother to do them, you get an upgrade for your gun or maybe okay. your puzzle piece. Um, and I was creeping along because I'm playing this on the highest difficulty because I love horror games. I like taking them, you know, seriously. Okay. Um, and I was creeping along, headphones on. I hear this crunching sound. Like, Ooh. is that a lichen? I was thinking that's such cool sound design. I creep around. It's a pig. I go, oh, it's a pig. Okay. Then it turns around and screeches as loud as it possibly can oh, and runs no. toward me. And I remember because oh, my, my girlfriend was in the room and I went, ah, fucking <laughs> Jesus! Killed it. And she was like, what's wrong? And I said, it was a pig. It was a pig attacking <clears throat> me, you know. Yeah, still the scariest bit in the game so far yeah. for me. But this game, okay. it's amazing, man. I have yet to beat it because I'm waiting for a friend. To, we've been playing it together because we play horror games together. Yeah. Um, I think about like 12 hours in there, I'm really taking my time enjoying the scenery because like I said, it's a beautiful game. Story is whatever. There are there's a tall goth lady, a creepy looking <laughs> hunchback thing. Yeah. Uh, some guy who can bend metal and then someone else, I forget. Uh, oh, a doll, a doll. Um, ironically, the doll is the scariest thing. Um, but it's weird to say this about Resi, but it's just a good first person shooter. The mm. controls are just so rock solid that the ways they have to kind of get creative to actually make you feel powerless is yeah. actually pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Um, 
and it diegetically makes you learn the game like there's mm. very little times where it says here's what you have to do right like for example there's actually a parry in the game okay and i learned that by scrambling and trying to protect myself mm, and then mashing lb and realizing you can just punch the away yeah exactly and i love diegetically learning things in games yeah um like what's another good example of that i can't double chump on rocket league oh exactly <laughs> who wouldn't learn that <laughs> who wouldn't, who learn, wouldn't learn that um i'm just i i always gush about the resident evil games i think i come on here once a year and gush about them <laughs> um, minus resi 3 that was mm, it was fine i i think like Still haven't they, played that you know i will say i think the hate for that game is a bit overrated because resi 3 original was D- was supposed to be dlc for resi 2 anyway so um, resi 3 is forever going to be just dlc yeah i think i minds. think it's just following re2 remake which mm-hmm. was so good yeah it's just a bit of a letdown, wasn't it? I suppose, but I, I'm guessing so. four will come out and blow everybody's but nipples off. In a weird way, though, uh, re three in a weird way is almost a good linear game because you can beat it in three or four hours quite leisurely if yeah. you wanted to. So if yeah. you're looking for a quite simple horror game, go for that. But yeah, Resi Eight, it's substantial, man. Like it, the average playthrough of people are about ten hours. And that's if you're, you know, actually trying to beat it. Unlike not like me, where I'm looking at grass and going, "Is there a hidden clue here?" Some one of them. Um, I will say the biggest surprise has been the side quests because you wouldn't think Resident Evil have actual things that are side quests. You know, there are treasure hunts and shit, but not things that actually are kind of pivotal to your survival. Yeah, sure. Because you can just leave them if you want to, but it just Mm -hmm. means you might have a bit of a tougher challenge. And a good example of like diegetically learning how to survive this game is there's once you beat, I think it's Lady Matresk or the doll, there's a grave outside and you have to put a piece down. And if you put a piece down, someone will spawn a very, very big to Goliath. He'll try and kill you. Mm-hmm. I think I wasted about two hours trying to kill him with my gear. So I left him, played the game for another six hours, came back and beat him in like two and a half minutes. Wow. And the only thing that was different was... I just acquired some new gear because you don't get stronger in the game, really. Right. Um, you can hunt, which is new for this game as well. You can actually hunt for animals, which allow you to create dishes, which is basically just upgrades. You can upgrade your health, your stamina, right. your damage you can take, that kind of crap. Um, I will admit, now that I'm speaking out loud, it's not reinventing the wheel <laughs> of gaming here. But for Resident Evil, it's doesn't so many little unexpected things. Novel for Resident Evil. Yeah. I'd say so, yeah. Cause... It doesn't sound like you're explaining a Resident Evil game. It, yeah. it doesn't, to be fair, does it? But that's yeah. why I'm just surprised at how good of a game it is, if you know what I yeah. mean. Because yeah. Resi 8, Resi 8, Resi 4, a lot of us love it, but it's got problems, man. Especially I in terms of an I never, game. I never played it, really, but I never really liked it. The bit I played, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and do you, do you remember why you weren't a big fan of it? Was it down to uh, played? I just found the controls really like... Yeah, exactly. Cack. Yeah. And that's why it's very weird to nowadays say Resi 8 is a good first-person shooter. Yeah. Because like, I know the main unlock for beating the game is called Mercenaries Mode, which is basically like a time trial where you have to kill people fast to get a high score. Right. And I'm looking forward to that because, like I said, it's just a good first-person shooter. Same with Resi 7. It's just it's just making small improvements. Man. But like, I, I think RE2 is, is, is a good third-person shooter as well. Exactly. Like the controls are really good. Mm-hmm. They make sense. They're not cumbersome. But like Resident Evil 4, like these days, just controls like fucking ass and and so backwards and you can see resident evil 5 they were improving things and whatnot mm-hmm. but oh it was rough and i feel like they've just mastered it now mm-hmm, definitely the third like, and the first definitely 
Um, I'm just very curious what four is going to be, if it's going to be third or first. I imagine third. I'm hoping it's third, yeah. I'm hoping like they've got this trend of like... Going um, back and forth almost. Yeah, like the old ones are third and then the new ones are first. But oh. when they get to four, are they going to do five? Like, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know where they'll go from there. They might do like a master of it or something like a remaster. I don't know, maybe. Like a... Maybe. I will say, I wish they'd stop doing multiplayer modes. There's a, there was supposed to be a multiplayer gross. mode that hasn't come Resident out yet. Resident Evil multiplayer is gross. Is uh, Umbrella Core was terrible. This Project Resistance, I think this one's called. No, that's, that was Resident Evil. It's two. disgusting. It's it makes you download them as well. It's vile. Well, yeah, like I. I was looking. I was putting Resident Evil Eight back in its case recently, and I realized, oh yeah, there's a download code here for multiplayer game. I checked it out, and it's still not out. I, yeah. No one cares. I don't get why I there's mean, a project they... at Capcom to make multiplayer games. It's okay, not, guys, this is the year we're going to make multiplayer work yeah. on Resident. It's finally happening. This is it. We're going to do it, guys. Let's go. Here we go. I, I will say in the chat, we've had two people. See, I'm checking the chat. Uh, two people asking about snooker content, Jenny. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, where's the snooker yeah. content? I thought, yeah, I've got my, I've got a different YouTube channel for the snooker content. Well, with bar. with everything being opened up now, if you take a camera to your actual, snooker yeah, you sessions, should just get a GoPro and put it on your forehead when you're playing snooker. Yeah, well, you only do that if you're good. <laughs> well, these people don't come by saying, "Hey, I want to see you." They come well. you, man. They don't care about. They you just want to see good. you play snooker. Playing good games. Yeah, yeah come on, give them what they want. Um, that's Definitely, what yeah. the veteran People gamers have wants. always been about. And by the way, if anybody's listening and you don't realize yet, we're veterans of the gaming lifestyle, not military veterans. Correct. Uh, we've always given people what they want. Correct. Exactly. Like an active social media page. Unless they want a good show, in which case. Fuck yeah, you. a good show or three people that know what they're yeah. talking about. Or current video game talk. Right, exactly. Uh, I mean, talk to you about Mass Effect Andromeda. Or about the new and hottest game, Space Jam 2, the legacy of the video game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this I did talk about the Monster Hunter stories, so... Your special yeah, lady friend true. might be interested to tune in. Maybe, What's maybe. her name, I'll by the way? I keep having to call her this. Uh, Jessica. All right, Jessica. Hi. Yeah. Uh, but Resident Evil 8, it's amazing. Um, definitely, this is like one of the killer apps for the new consoles, in my opinion, because I played it on PS5 as well. They both look beautiful. Uh, it's an amazing game. What can I say? I I, I love it, man. And uh, thank you for bringing back on my yearly Resident Evil gushing. See there you, you go. Year. Yeah, see you next year. <laughs> All yeah, right. that's me. I'll, sk- I'll skip because no. Uh, you, can uh, talk, you can talk about it when you see Stu next. Exactly, exactly. All right. Cool. So, no more games. Let's talk about some news. Putting news first. Googling news, Googling news. Well, I'll tell you. Speaking of say one uh, Call of Duty, Activision yeah. Blizzard has been sued by the state of California over this harassment mm-hmm. of women at the company, and I think it's freaking disgusting and uh yeah there was this woman who committed suicide after she went on this business trip with a dude who had passed around pictures of her and he brought like sex toys on the business trip and it's like what the is wrong with you and this is not just an isolated incident it was endemic in the whole company um constant joking yes so like they went on a business trip yes and he took inappropriate pictures of this lady yes passed them around yes and, and then, he brought and he sex brought toys sex on toys. the right on the business trip. Why did he bring sex toys? Because he was planning on doing something. Uh, they, you know, joking about rape. Uh, this is a BBC article about it. Uh, female employees are subjected to constant sexual harassment. And the leadership in the company didn't have, you know, they heard about this for years and they were like, whatever, we don't really care. 
Uh, so yeah, I think it's just messed up and sick and, you know, it makes me not want to buy anything from Blizzard for a while until they can get their act together. Mm-hmm. Is this Activision Blizzard or Blizzard? Yeah. Well, I mean, aren't they one of the same anymore? They're aren't they just the one of the same now? Pretty much. Because it's Activision Blizzard, so. Yeah. Mm. I will say, Cody in the chat is saying, game industry workers are crybabies. Does that I will mean say, that it's he... just... Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, this is something you hear about in all kind of creative industry, sadly. I've heard this a lot from sure. friends in the film industry and the TV yeah. industry. It's just oh, yeah. sadly I mean, it's, it's a problem with, you know, guys in general. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and yeah. I think that, you know, when a company <laughs> makes clear that they are not going to take it seriously, then, you know, and this is just a personal person personal thing. Like, I'm just not going to give that company some money for a while. Like, not that I bought, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the target audience. What do I ever play in Call of Duty? Team Deathmatch from four years ago. So, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cody you know. says nerds gonna nerd. That's like saying murders are gonna murder. Well, I mean, I don't really know exactly what he means by that, so I'm not. Gonna I think he's, read he, what he means is like these these, these guys women are nerds, should. So they it's not a get... big deal, and they should just get over it. Yeah, that's a but... that's the thing. I'm a nerd. I've been a nerd all my life, and saying that constant sexual harassment, and jokes about rape, and a horrible work environment for women is synonymous with being nerds. No, absolutely not. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna accept that. We we have to say, like, being nerdy is over here and being socially awkward may be part of that. OK, fine. But at some point you have to say, like, hey, you know what? Like, these are my coworkers. I owe them a certain amount of respect and like get your act together. So it doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me, Jacinta. I agree with that. Uh, but it's it, I think there, it's important for us to remain angry about things, even if we're not surprised by them. So mm-hmm. anyway. that's all I have to say about that news story. What else did you find, Chinny? Uh, well, upon my massive amounts of research, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I can throw something in. Go on, Antonio. Yeah. Since I do follow the stock, I do follow the stocks. I noticed that Sumo Digital one day had a massive, massive stock boost. I'm like, what's going on here? Really? Sumo Digital. They recently made the most recent game they made was uh, Sackboy, uh, okay. the PS5 launch title. Yeah. Uh, they are being bought by Tencent, I believe it was. Just gonna okay. double check this. But yeah. Just, Tencent buying more companies. Yep, Tencent are buying them for 1.7 billion. Okay. Actually, it's a shame, in my opinion. What the fuck is Splitgate? Uh, a free-to-play first-person shooter, according to my Google. Right. <laughs> well, somebody mentioned it in the chat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's in the news. Splitgate dev forced to take the beta offline because it was too popular. Okay. In an unusual move, Splitgate developer... I don't know you say that, 1047 uh, games, taken down the game because it was so popular it reached 65,000 concurrent players. Splitgate is a multiplayer shooter with unique mix of Halo gunplay and feel to portals. <laughs> well, portals. Um, it has been available on Steam since 2019. That's not a test match. Release your game, you fucking lazy pricks. Um just recently entered open beta on a PC as well as consoles with cross-play. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a multiplayer first-person thing with portals. Oh, it literally has orange and blue portals. It looks exactly <laughs> like that. Well, there you go. So, you go with it. Somebody said Valve should make shooting games with portals, and then somebody just went, why? It's been 13 years and no one's done it, so let's do it. <laughs> let's do it now. Why not? So that's Splitgate, ladies and gentlemen. It's too popular. Um, I guess so. In other news, um, oh yeah, it's, oh no, 
Steam Deck. Valve has yet to see a game that Steam Deck can't handle. Okay. I mean, it's uh, a PC. You can get anything to work. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens when it's actually in people's hands. Let's yeah, see if exactly. it runs CSI. Hey, <laughs> that popular video game. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 scraping the barrel here. Like no one cares. About if there's it. no news, do you need the news? Like I said, there's the new Dead Space they... remake details. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did have the oh, yeah. big event. Yeah, the zero loading screens basically. and learning from past mistakes. I'm just going through GameInformer.com and just seeing what's up. All right, uh, let's move on then. Jurassic uh, World Evolution Two. Jesus Christ. Okay. I don't even know there was a two. Read some emails. Yes, we've got one. Whoa, that ruled. Uh, This email is from Jacinta. Oh, yeah. Her name is Jacinta. She's in the chat, by the way. What's up? Shout out. Bloody hell, good day. Hi, guys. In Duke's defense, I can't do an Australian very well, but I'm going to have a go at it. Go ahead. I did, not, <laughs> right, I did not know that reheating rice was dangerous until one of my friends was pregnant and stopped me getting stopped getting burritos with me. That's why pregnant women shouldn't eat takeaway sushi. It's not so much the raw fish, but the rice may have been sitting for a long time. You basically can't eat much when you're pregnant. No soft cheese, no deli meats, no takeaway from a salad bar. There are hard limits on how much fish, I'll say it again, fish, you can eat per week, brackets, mercury poisoning. Um, And obviously, uh, caffeine intake has to be incredibly low. A A midwife actually told me that the safest thing to eat at a food court is actually McDonald's. Wow. I use that as an excuse a lot because it's not even food. Uh, anyways, <laughs> back to rice. I used to eat a three or four four day old curry, rice and all, without batting an eye. I'd probably do it again that I'm not pregnant. I fucking love a good curry. Question, what are your favorite foods to eat and drink to drink drinks to drink while having a good gaming session? Bon- well, let's answer that, and then there's a bonus question. So, what are your favorite foods to eat while gaming? I don't eat while I game. Maybe I don't, don't want to get my controller dirty. My I'm with Antonio. Dirty. So let's. But that's let's what do- chopsticks are good for, because then you can eat popcorn. I can't use chopsticks chopstick when I'm not playing video games. Time to learn. The only thing I use chopsticks for are, um, I was trying to think of a funny use. Stabbing of people. That's not a funny. That's that's <laughs> that's murder. <laughs> okay i'm too. sorry so what, what are your favorite what's your yeah. what's your favorite foods what's your favorite types of foods should we spend that and say what's your favorite meal then what's your favorite meal yeah you know one of my favorite meals this is pathetic because i'm it's white trash time in the u.s but yeah. uh some craft mac and cheese cut up a veggie burger put it in i call it the divine casserole i just Dang don't get some. mac and cheese man oh, it's so awesome. bland i oh, yeah i tried that when i was in the u.s i don't get it it's so bland. Yeah, Personal. not like boiled pizza and blood pudding. Yeah. No, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. I don't eat those right. things. I cut you off, straight. Antonio. Go ahead. Oh, um, for me, I I would say ever since I started to care about what I eat, I realized a lot of the things I like, I can't eat anymore. Well, yeah. Correct. All That's delicious things are bad for you. Exactly. Shame on you for caring about what you eat. Correct. That so, is correct, Antonio. I will say my favorite meal probably is just a good spag bowl since I do all the cooking cleaning in the house, so I make a mean spag bowl. Spag That's bowl. my favorite to eat. I'm sorry. I will say period. A what? Spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. 
pasta, pasta, mince, bit of sauce. I add some vegetables to it. Let let it cook on slow for a good thirty minutes so that the sauce, uh, so the um, vegetables absorb the sauce. Yeah, good stuff. Good way to get the veggies. I've in fallen there. in love with Caesar salads lately. Like it's it's a okay. good. That's probably my favorite salad. Like it's my go-to salad. Uh, yeah. Also, when gaming, uh, Sour Patch Kids are good because uh, you know the powder, you know it's it's granulated. It'll it'll come right off. Uh, Mark in the chat talking about snails, escargot. Uh, goodbye, haters to the left. Nasty. No. No, no. snails. No, snail. No. Um, yeah, I, I, for me, I'm a big fan of uh, Indian food. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, there's, there's a place not too far away where I live, and it's it's it, it's it's not an Indian restaurant. It's, a, it's an Indian takeaway, but okay. not like... Not how you traditionally think of an Indian takeaway. Usually, Antonio, yes. usually when you see an Indian takeaway in Britain, mm-hmm. it's on some sort of mini high street or a yep. row of shops or something. Mm-hmm. This is in the middle of an industrial estate. Nice. Right? Okay. It's just in the middle of like where they fix cars. That's how you know it's not pretentious, so it's for real. Ash metal. And the reason why they're there is because they started out as a catering company, so they make Indian food, and then they would cater for weddings and birthdays. They don't need to worry about their storefront mm. if that's what they're doing. And then they opened up, like, like just a, anybody can order it. And um, I was introduced to it through my brother-in-law's girlfriend, and then I introduced work to it because I just went, hey, what about some – everybody likes samosas. Let's get some samosas. They're veggie. They're easy to eat. They're great. Yeah. So I ordered, I got 20 samosas for six pounds. Damn. Right. But they're good samosas. And then uh, Ollie at work, right, remembered this because me and Ollie are, are we basically just talk food. So if I want to eat something dirty at work, I will rope Ollie into my, my, you know, like, oh, if I fancy a McDonald's and no one wants to eat, Ollie is the guy that I lean on to go, I know you'll do it because you're weak, basically, <laughs> and you'll have a McDonald's. So, um, I told Ollie about this so much. He's like, where'd you get these? Oh, I told him to do it. And then he told me the other day that he ordered a hundred of these samosas. Oh my goodness. And they didn't bat an eyelid. Right. <laughs> they just they just went, yeah, hundred, yeah, no problem. When you pick them up. And he and he, he I think it cost twenty quid or whatever. Damn. And he said it felt it, it felt like I had been involved in a criminal act. <laughs> <laughs> to pay so little and get so much back. Yeah. But they're good. And they're not crap. And you can get 20 crap samosas for six bucks. But no, they're delicious. They're that's absolutely awesome. delicious. But like on Friday night, uh, I went around my brother-in-law's and his girlfriend and, 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 and they ordered just a bunch of food. And I, and I had to, my job was to pick them up on the way. So mm-hmm. it was a box and a bag. And I went to pick them up and go. And the guy went, where are you going? There's another box. And I was like, there's another box. There's four of us. I will say, you know you're eating good when the takeaway gives you a box, not a bag. Yeah, it's a box, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. now a pretentious bag. Exactly, yeah. Stuff. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, and it's, it, like, just samosas, like, I don't know what they are, japatis, onion barges that look mm. like snowballs. I don't know. That's just It's just ridiculous. So here's a, um, here's so- a related question about favorite foods. Do y'all have like a go-to dish that you order when going to a certain kind of restaurant? When I go to an yeah, Indian restaurant, definitely. it's Navaratan Korma. Like that's my, that's what I get to see if I like your restaurant or not. Thai food, yeah. it's Pad Thai. So it's, I always have it. There's a curry called a Jalfrizi, which I always have. Um, it's like a kind of, sort of yeah it's 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 just a barbecuey sort of 
mm-hmm. curry. It's quite nice. Um, there's a there's a curry called chicken tikka masala, which isn't very Indian. It was actually invented in Birmingham, hmm. which is just down the road from me. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of the most common curries. Uh, cool. It's I don't know. Yeah, Indian food, but I I think Italian food is a very close second for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do like me some yeah. Italian. We had it last night. Mm. Shrimp scampi. Mm. Sorry, shrimps. For me, if I try Asian food, I want to see how you do your noodles. Yeah. If I go to an Asian place, I want to see how you do your noodles. I, I, see, I, I keep trying with Chinese restaurants and re- Chinese takeaways. I keep trying. Lo mein, baby. And I never have a Chinese meal and go, oh, I want that again. I just go, <laughs> that that was fine. Like yeah. I, I, it didn't do anything for me. That's been most Willing of enough. My I actually agree with you. <laughs> but there's a there's a, actually a place that it, a lot of people refer to as like more authentic Chinese because a lot of what we have as Chinese yeah. food in the U.S. is Americanized. Fried rice. They don't make that in. China yeah, sure. But the place so. the, there's this one place called Ichiban, and they have this like hey. spicy sh- uh, fish and tofu dish. It's just amazing. So that's mm. a place we are like, yes, I want that again. We got, we most got of the, the time, food. it's just like, yeah, shrimp lo mein, whatever. The well, is... Ichiban in Japanese literally means number one. So. Chinese? Or <laughs> bit Japanese? up their own ass. Japanese, Ichiban means one. So bit up their own ass, I would say. Well, if it's a Chinese restaurant. I know, I'm just saying, that's what oh. I associate with. Okay. What does that, that mean in Chinese, actually? I'm curious now. Um, so in the chat, Pulte Cottage is nice, says Murderous Mike, which okay. is, sounds like a friendly name. Uh, I've never, I don't know what a Pulte Cottage is. Mm-hmm. Just since I said butter chicken. Because I, I was just going to say before I read that, that's the most basic <laughs> curry ever. And she likes tic- uh, chicken tikka masala too. So. It's a stinky boo. It says a madras. Madras is a winner. It, it can be spicy depending on where uh-huh. you get it from. And if you want... Googling, Ichiban isn't even a word in the Chinese language. It is really? just a Japanese word. Yeah, it's number one. Because I, huh. I searched Ichiban okay. Chinese and it comes up with just Fair a translation enough. directly. Huh. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Because Ichiban is the name of the guy from Yakuza 7. So ah, that's what they make. Click. Yeah. Okay. And it all is, comes back. Exactly. Is it there anything else Naruto of me. in Jacinta's uh, email? Oh, yeah. Uh, she says, bonus question. Oh, okay. My partner thinks that you all have good taste in movies. Well, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll step away. <laughs> yeah, well, only one Bye, of us has a podcast about movies, for God's sake. So. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'm not often that keen to watch films together because really? usually, because usually agree if I've heard you lot men i usually agree if i've heard you lot mention um eg we recently watched office space oh my boyfriend asked me what films should i watch so that i'll watch them with him and stop trying to make him watch more battlestar galactica (laughs) or firefly i I did not like battlestar galactica um yeah, welcome to the Veteran Gamers podcast where we help our listeners with relationship issues. Yeah, we do. Uh, okay, well, I, I feel like if she hasn't seen The Matrix, that's just the well, fucking yeah. given, isn't it? One, two, and three, well, baby. That's... It's a unit. Well, I won't go. Stop it. Second. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd give them a go. Oh, totally. Robocop, um, Primer, Barton Fink. Back to well, the future. Are you Snatch, looking for things to watch together? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, well she's 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 not a big movie person. Okay, see, okay. Got you. So I would yeah, I would Star I would Wars four, five, those. and six. I, I'm not I'm not that crazy about well, you're the Star Wars films. Uh you're a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Now you just sound like Tara. <laughs> um 
I'm trying to think because I'm looking. So I'm looking at my letterbox, which is like an IMDb but for film nerds. And I'm looking at my five stars, and I'll just be saying a bunch of names to you, and none of you yeah. understand it because it's not none of these films are really like sit down with your partner and watch. Like I can just say a bunch of Norwegian and Japanese films here, but no. Oh. It is. It. I would really recommend just going through the search the best film list out there. So letterbox, yeah. IMDb, sit down together and have a look because. Yeah. It is quite a hard fine art. That's going to find a... our opinion, though. Yeah, exactly. I know, but I'm trying to look and find films that I would say. Like, I, I could throw, like I said, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is a 10 out of 10 easily. Before Sunset mm. is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, Another Round, which won Best Horror Film in 2020, is, is a 10 out of 10. But, like, they're not good. Sit down with your partner and watch films. You know? No. Like Saving Private Ryan. That's a lovely family <laughs> film. A lovely family film. I mean, Avatar um, is a good movie. Uh, it's it's like right. science fiction movie. Titanic's a better movie. Watch, watch Avatar: Last Airbender. I watched that enti- entirely. Well, my partner. That's a great animation. Not the show movie. You talking about the, the anime? No, no, no. That 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 is a TV show. In my opinion that breaks the mold of it's a kids show. Well, that's opinion. the one that has has the most staying power in terms of shows my kids, my students keep insisting I watch. So mm-hmm. one of these days, I'm gonna have to get around to it. Well, I finally watched it, and then I I researched it online to see it, how much do people love it. It's number twelve in the best TV rate uh, on IMDb for best TV shows of all time. Uh-huh. I just did not expect that, but I will you say expected it does Naruto to be that. number one. <laughs> Fuck. Even I mentioned even I mentioned the problems with that fucking show. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I honestly don't shy away from animated shows or animated films. Yeah, uh, in a way, animated films Spirit won't be away, in Asia best. Forget yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. I um, I remember taking the twins to see uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, so see, I of... wanted to mention that Spider Man to Spider Verse because that is again something that breaks the mold of it's yeah. a kids film. I remember, th- I remember because I'm sort of, and I know I don't want to sort of poo poo what you've just said, Antonio, but I do feel like as I've got older, it is harder for me to watch animated mm. like movies and mm-hmm. TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like Rick and Morty, I'll stand. Um, if there's a Toy Story again, you know, Pixar I always give sort of a free pass. But even like the last one, was it like Soul or something? So yeah, I've I, I didn't yeah, really like it at all. Oh, um, uh, Coco, I thought was okay, oh, but, but I'm just struggling. And then, but I, I went to see Into the Spider. I, t- I took the twins, and I was like, this will be all right, I guess. And I was fucking blown away yeah, of how good that amazing. movie was. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I was like, fucking hell, this is like one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. I couldn't believe how good it was. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it shocked me how good that film was. The and company just... that made that recently released, well, about half a year ago now, uh, Mitchell's vs. the Machines on Netflix. That's a yeah, very I good saw couples that. film. Yeah, I saw That's that. I... Couples film. Yeah, I, I saw like, um, I think I saw an advert. It's just from the makers of Into the Spider-Verse. And, mm-hmm. and again... Yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll give it a go because, you know, it looks all right. But I feel like it's just the first time I, I'd ever seen an animation like that uh, into the Spider-Verse. It's just so unique and strange. Well, and very creative. And, like, they took some interesting chances and did things that yeah, stand Which just is why Pixar of... is generally amazing because they threw out the rule book of what animated films were at that time. And I think that yeah. that's what Spider-Verse did. And hopefully mm-hmm. it will bring other well, Sp- movies like it. There's one thing that like I thought was so clever was the the scene where Spider-Man's showing, um, what's it, Miles, how mm-hmm. to like, be Spider-Man. And they're swinging through these like trees and their frames are off. So they're, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I listened to the commentary and they said Miles was at eight frames, Spider-Man was at either 12 or 14 yeah. to show the fluidity and, and of their skill. In yeah. that scene, they sync up. 
Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's so clever. That's so and it's just it's just so bold and different and funny and And it shows so, yeah, all there's the your answer. Spider Man to Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah. Try that. Do that now and it's on Netflix yeah. in the UK You're and the US, welcome. so hopefully in Australia. Also the lobster, it's a weird film, but it's very funny. Uh oh, didn't expect to hear that. Nice. Yeah, I love the lobster. Okay. Okay, Thanks are we Santa. ready for our speak pipe then? No, because I don't know if we've got any. We do have one. Oh, okay. Great. Speak pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message. No, Stu sent it before he left. It's from our good friend. Derek. Derek. And it's, yeah, let's find out, shall we? Hello, veteran gamers. It's Derek Scenes back again. I heard on last week's show Mike saying that his brother Pete is getting married next week. So I just wanted to say a few words, really. I first met Pete at the uh, Veteran Gamers Meetup at the Arcade Club in Bury in April 2018. That was the first one I went to. And then again later that year uh, at the EGX event in Birmingham in September 2018. And last time I saw Pete uh, was, again, the Arcade Club Bury Meetup in uh, April 2019. And I can honestly say that each time I met Pete, uh, he was always friendly and always good company. And if you asked him nicely, and probably even if you didn't ask him nicely, he was always keen to uh, show you his uh, ever-expanding collection of bodily tattoos. Uh, so in honour of Pete's uh, upcoming marriage and the start of the Tokyo Olympics, I'm going to award Pete the inaugural Diesel Saint Digital Gold Medal for being a diamond geezer, a top bloke and a good man. And I'm always reminded uh, when people get married of a line from a, a Lou Reed song I like. And the line goes, the beginning of a great adventure. And I always think that regardless of what's happened before, anyone getting married, it's always the start of a great adventure. So I just want to wish you, Pete, uh, your upcoming uh, marriage and your new bride and your extended family all the best uh, and all the luck in the world. And I'll leave it at that. I think that's enough. So I'll just say keep on marrying and keep <laughs> on gaming. Keep on marrying. So who's going to get married? Somebody hurry up, get married. The, the, yeah, I might steal a bit of that for uh, my best man speech. So thanks, Derek. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, he's getting married. He is a diamond geezer, my brother. He's a diamond geezer. I owe him a drink or something because I remember speaking of the arcade club, we went to pizza afterwards, and I was shy a little bit on cash because I, I don't take cash anymore. You know, we're in that kind of world. Um, and he covered for me, so I do owe him a drink. I owe him a drink or something to say thank you. He won't go. remember that. Entirely. Well, I remind. I reminded him now. Uh, okay. So in the chat, uh, Young O P Eight says, "I'm getting drunk as fuck tonight, my kings." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank Thanks you for, for your service, know. my lords. Excellent stuff. Murderous Mark. Um, it's not just a clever name. He has committed several murders. Says Peaky <laughs> Blinders. I think he's proven that because of my accent. Um, all good. And Sue says that he's a proper dude, Pete. Uh, we're, we're coming to the end of the show. Yeah, we are. Um, crazy. I don't know. I, I don't know what we do at this bit. Do we just keep I think talking? We're uh, I got to get up early tomorrow, so we got to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. Oh, it's right, time yeah. for a shout out. Hey! Uh, Antonio as our guest please take the floor I will shout out Stu actually because there is some gaming news that he will be very happy to hear on August 19th 12 minutes is coming to Xbox Game Pass oh, oh he's delighted shout out to Mr. Fowler out there 
Same, yeah. same as you. How much? And he's got his little cost? Xbox Series S. S. Yeah, exactly. He'll be jizzing. Exactly. Wherever he is, I don't know where he's gone. Uh, yeah, well, why is he not here? I literally he's got on holiday today. Okay. He's, yeah, he's on holiday somewhere. Somewhere. Like. We'll find All out right. next week for sure. And then um, Duke's in Florida. I'm at a wedding next week, so we're going to be streaming on Monday. Um, it's all a palaver. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, yeah, August 19th is Sue's birthday. So happy Yay. birthday, Sue. Um, Antonio, is there anything else you want to say? And uh, thank you very much for having me on. As always, I always do appreciate the increasing number of times I go on this show. I really always do appreciate that. You, I think you hold the record, Antonio. I think it is. I've, well, I because I answered. I I did a question for Jay's thing, and I think the answer was like fourteen or fifteen at the time. Yeah, so it's probably right. seventeen or eighteen now. Yeah. yeah. So let's keep going to get the triple digits. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But yeah, thank you very much for having me on, everyone, for putting up with me for this week. Stuart will be back next week to interrupt you guys as you talk. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Um, I will shout out MR because he keeps sending me fun things and also things about the new Masters of the Universe show, which I really am not so, I don't care so much about. Sorry. Um, oh, thing, yeah. But mm. the um, Cumulonimbus Cloud thing was funny. So thank you. And, uh, yeah, we're all excited about the latest or the new uh, season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I have no idea when it's coming out, but they're working on it. And, yeah, shout out to Jacinta for uh, sending in the email and Derek for sending in the speak pipe. And Antonio, thank you for filling in. And everybody who tunes in and joins us in the chat, it's fun to be getting real-time feedback while we're doing the show. Your shit. Yeah, exactly. That, Stop. That's just my feedback. Just quit doing this. <laughs> I'm uh, watching. I'm watching Modern Modern Family at the moment because like, I wanted to watch right. Brooklyn Nine Nine again. Yeah. Uh, and then Tara said, "Oh, I want to watch something that we haven't watched." So I was like, oh, well, "I want to watch yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine again." Yeah. yeah sure. Um, but yeah, we're watching Modern Family. It's very clever. It's very well, I'm, funny. Well, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine like when I watch the dishes and stuff. When I'm watching something with the Duchess, we're watching Blackish, which is a very good show. Um, but when I'm, you know, when she's not around, I'm like, all right, I'll watch whatever I want. And I, I, I like yeah. to have something that I, I've seen before. So again, I don't have to try to follow a story. Yeah. I don't have to know characters. Well, I, that for me, that's I'm watching a show called The Thick of It. Mm. Which, oh yeah, yeah, which is disgusting. Um, okay. Well, it's about British po- politics, so it is just gross. Gotcha. They're the worst human beings in the world. I don't know. Um, have you seen American politicians? No, but they, well, I'm talking about these characters. They're oh, just I see. awful. Okay. Gotcha. Basically, one of the lines is, "What? Why? I don't really spend much time with you know normal people. Why are they all so fucking fat? And why do they wear clothes with words on their on their clothes? Why, why do they do that? Just an example of the. Line well, that's like a uh, Veep we watched, and like that was the whole conceit of that show is that like, oh, these people are just so atrocious. And like, I don't know. After a few seasons, I was like, okay, I get it. They're terrible people." And I don't know. Yeah. I just I think that runs its course pretty quickly. Well, I think like if there's the a couple of, of characters like that, that's one thing. But when everybody on this show is just like some different flavor of atrocious, it's like a most British sitcoms are just like these are all losers. I guess. I mean, that certainly was The Office, except um, Tim. What's his name? Tim. Thank you. I yeah. only know Pam Timbo. and Jim. And Don. Oh, Don. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, go back to. Go back to just in this question. If you want yes. something like some peak comedy, check out Brass Eye. It's a uh, oh my God. TV Brass show. Eyes. 
from 1997 on Channel hell. 4. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, my, my God. Brass Eyes, like, <laughs> it's basically fake news. Yeah, it's oh, fake uh, news, the show, but it was made the year I was born. It was, it was made, like, 97 or 96 yeah. or something. 97, and it had a spin-off episode in 2001, which got the show cancelled. The Day to Day, was it, was that? Uh, that was before it. That was 1994. It had a, it had a seven-episode, so six-episode series, then a episode called Pedogeddon, which yeah. got so many complaints from Channel 4 That's that they canned great. the show. It's, it's absolutely so hilarious. Well, Chris Morris is a fucking genius anyway. Mm-hmm. So. But um, one of the one of the things was like, um, known pedophile, blah, 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 has been sent to space on a spacecraft. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was discovered that there is a 14-year-old child on board. And oh, the no. officials say that this is definitely the the yeah. last thing we wanted to happen the exact quote is um the quote the quote they said was this is the one thing we did not want to happen <laughs> oh my it's God. such a good show it's i bad. recommend it on my film every time i have a guest in the film for my field podcast shout out again about movies i always say check out brad's eye if you want like a good flashback oh yeah screenshot of simon British comedy. In it. yeah so yeah, yeah. i think he's a nonce in it and they they he put it nonce, yeah. stocks and stuff yeah, and yeah. uh yeah well basically chris morris uh Wrote a wrote a movie, Duke. I don't know if you've heard of this, like Four Lions, and it's about four wannabe terrorists. Okay. Like that's that's the kind of guy you're dealing with here. Yeah, like, so he wrote a comedy, a very funny comedy movie about four guys that are trying to be terrorists. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Novak, the guy who does all the phone jacker voices. Oh, yeah, all, all right. the phone jacker voices. He's in it. Yeah, yeah he's he brilliant. He, yeah. he directed the movie in 2019, actually. Because I remember yeah. seeing a press screening of it called The Day Shall Come. Which I was a bit underwhelmed by that, sadly. It was mm. funny, but like not his past works. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Four Lines, I do recommend. It's, yeah. Four Lines is great. It's very funny, but like Chris Morris just always touches the, the nerve. You know, that's his job, really. He's just a... Yeah. Just I will say, I watched Brass Eye for the first time in 2019. It's, it's amazing how much of it is still relevant it's great. today. It's There's one bit where he's just showing graphics and he's like... And for some reason, that when I talk about like I don't know fox hunting, these graphics flash or something like that. It's sort of ridiculous, you know. Nice. It's just so. Just mad Santa says, here. by the way, she's seen Four Lions. So. Four Lions is lovely. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you like Four Lions, definitely check out Brass Eye. You can find it all on yeah. YouTube. I watched them all on YouTube before buying a quite yeah. rare DVD of it. Like, even if there's so much care and love in it to the point where you know when uh, TV shows in two parts, there's always a end of part one, beginning of part two thing. Yeah. That's a joke in and of itself every single time. Yeah. If you remember, yeah, if you remember it's, that moment. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, everyone out there, watch watch Brass Eye, it's amazing. Yeah. Here's my shout out. Watch Brass Eye. Watch there Brass Eye. Anything else? We done? That's me. Um I think we're done. Send yeah, me man. remembrances of Gary people. I want to make that page. I've gotten like two of them. If you I like this podcast, yeah. there is You're another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about Too RPGs. Many, some people say. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. We don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Won't you?
dentist appointment at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Damn. My missus is a job interview actually tomorrow. Oh, good time. luck, Jessica. Amen, amen. Jessica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica. Good luck, Jessica. <laughs>